everybody and welcome to the UK's 26th highest most listened to film and television podcast. There's no way that's true. There's no way that's, that's true. true. It's true. What, what are people doing uh, with their uh, lives? On on Apple something, we are the 26th most popular podcast in the UK. There are 20 film podcasts in the UK. That's what this is. For... <laughs> no, that's just who's listening to them. It's not like where they're from. I've got the numbers here. Um, yeah. Would you like to know? We're not in America at all. Let's lift um, the curtain. Let's lift the curtain on this. Come on. Uh, 27th in New Zealand, apparently. Okay. Quite popular in New Zealand. Yeah. That makes sense. I listened to some, uh, Antipodean, uh, stuff myself. We're, we're 41st in Denmark. They, shout they, out to... Shout out to, Dan- those, to Denmark. To Denmark. I, those gr- to, those great Danes. I think they don't like it when you call them that. I like... Uh, I know. I, I had I a friend, I had a friend from there and... The whole thing. My uncle used to work for the, the Danish embassy. True story. Really? There you go. I've only yeah. ever been to um, the Lego uh, place in Denmark. I've never actually been to any other part of Denmark except visiting the Lego offices. But that's fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's all that's in Denmark. <laughs> Again, I think that number's going to go down in Denmark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's slag them off. Let's knock this down. Yeah. Uh, 62nd, this is all in the category of TV and film, right? Just, just let you know. Sure. Uh, six, 62nd in the Netherlands. Okay. Which that's I'm always just, quite popular in the Rami, Netherlands. That's just Rami listening, that's all that is. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 148th in France, so there's 148 podcasts in France, because I don't know. Yeah. Is there anybody listening here from, from Bonjour? Ça va? La Bibliothèque? Is there anything <laughs> else? Wait, was that Spanish? See, I don't fucking know. It's languages. It's confusing. Uh, we're 151st in Australia. G'day, Advanced Australia Fair. I don't, oh, know, why, uh, I don't know why you're oh. deciding to mock these, these <laughs> wonderful... Uh, That's not mocking. People. I've got family there as well. Family in uh, Australia. A lot of my family lives in Australia. I nearly lived in Australia when I was little. We nearly moved to Australia. Um... It was. It was, would have been good. I would have had to really get the grips of my arachnophobia pretty fucking sharpish. Uh, but you know, it's, it's true. I uh, yeah, Australia. Have you ever been? It's warm. I've never. No, I'm wait. I'm still waiting on a uh, on an opportunity to do so. It's a yeah. It's a it's a it's a place. <laughs> it's big. It's fucking huge. It's un- It's one of those countries where you're like ah, it's small. It's about the size of, like, North America. It's fucking massive. Huge fucking place. In the middle of it, nothing. They just put it all around the edges. It's like, imagine if you bought a jigsaw, and it was just the edge pieces, and there was just blank in the middle. It's that. That's what Australia is. What's in the middle? Just fucking kangaroos and death. Yeah. (laughs) People, People drive the roads. The roads are so straight through the outback that people drive the roads and go literally insane because it's just straight line the same thing over and over again you're literally just playing desert bus like that is yeah there's there's literally there's signs that were up in australia where you will see um warnings as you're driving into the outback like warning you will not there is no water fuel nothing for x miles you are literally then nothing there is nothing here for you it's a lovely people though (laughs) 
<laughs> it's weird because you go, you're like you just you're in a city and you're like, oh, it's it's Perth, it's lovely. I mean, it ran out of water for a while, but it's nice. You know, it's it's a nice, lovely parks and all this sort of shit. Beautiful fucking like people and food. You take one step outside of it and you're in just desert forever. It's a weird fucking place. It's like, you know in like Bethesda games where there's like the city and there's like just the dirt you scrabble around in for the majority of the game and never the twain shall meet. It feels kind of like that. It's got that sort of vibe, Australia. Fair play. Quite like Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. There's, uh... I'm trying to think of... Kookaburras? Kookaburras <laughs> out there? You're just riffing now. You're just riffing and I like Quokkas. it. Quokkas? Wow, I always think this whole fucking podcast has been. That's fair, that's this entire show. That's... That's what one in ten million people in France tune in for, Dad. Um, <laughs> uh, was... We are, we got one more actually. We're one hundred sixty third in ca- Canada, Canada, which is I, weird. I assume that I love you corrected yourself to the wrong. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> it's good. It's just one dude in Winnipeg. If you're yeah. listening to this, hi, one dude in Winnipeg. I hope you're doing well. I. I doubt he is if he's listening to this show. I think some stuff's gone wrong for that guy in Winnipeg. I think. Uh, I think. Can you name any famous Winnie? Name any famous Winnipegians? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. My I, I actually genuinely don't know much about Canada. I've never. It's. I've never been, which is weird. That is weird. I've never been. I've only been to America it's once, and I found it a, a horrifying thing. Oh, America, I've been out of all the time, but it's weird because Canada is such a big games industry hub. I would have thought I'd have gone there at some point, but it's just never come up. Yeah, but you need, like, fucking Sherpas and shit to get up in Canada, don't you? It's all... I've seen South Park, the documentary yeah. South Park. I know... Yeah. You're on your own Actually, let's, ta- let's, let's talk about... Yeah. Let's talk about South Park. South Park did a really fucking good episode this week that I'd actually like to briefly discuss. I don't think I've seen they... South Park in, in 20 years, so if you could catch me up, that'd be great. Um, okay, have, nothing has changed. Do we, do we, do, do, have they stopped killing Kenny? I guess that's my first question. Yes, they have. Oh, really? Okay. Kenny, cool. Kenny died forever and then came back. Mm. Uh, and then <laughs> they've stopped killing him since then. He gets killed occasionally, okay. but it's like not as much of a thing. Right. They actually dug into like the backstory when they did the superhero stuff that the the second superhero game was stuff. based around. Okay. They dug into it. Mm. Um cuz they had a, a whole campaign cuz one of the one of the uh the, the kids are dressed up as someone called Mysterio and because they all look identical apart from their clothes the whole thing was like who is Mysterio? But mm. Mysterio's thing was he could die and then come back to life and nobody remembered it. And they re- they gave it backstory and it worked which okay. is madness in some ways that it actually worked but it was mm. it was south park was was great at the start dwindled off went really mm. shit and it's now coming back up I like in my it. opinion i think they've done some okay. good work recently they tried to do a serialized mm. season so the whole season was one ep- like one thing and it right. was during the trump administration and mm. it killed them because they had an episode called the the very first gentleman which was going to be about bill clinton being not the president uh, and then Trump got elected, and they had like three days to make an episode. Right. <laughs> and the next episode, was, the replacement episode is just called OGs. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it, it's just. Uh, and then Mr. Garrison is their Trump stand in. So Mr. Garrison went off to be Trump for a while. Okay. It, 
it, yeah, it kind of fell apart because they were also doing a story about trolling, but it was like one episode stretched across 20. And you're like, this isn't working. This is so mm. bad. And they started going after the, They very much went after the wrong groups of people for a while. Hasn't that always been the criticism that they kind of, the, the South Park guys are kind of, we we offend everyone equally or something. We're always like, they're kind of I, I, I always, centrist. Is that, that's what I've heard. I've not seen an episode genuinely in 20 years. So I don't know. That's just what I've heard. People say on the I think they're, they're good at calling out hypocrisy across the board. I do think right. they're right. That's kind of they. They really. I just think they genuinely don't give a shit. Mm. Like they just. They just want to point at stupid people. You know, that's that. That's what they like to do. They point at stupid people. And go, Look at these people being stupid. Yeah, I, th- um, I think about it, the only thing I've seen from them in twenty years was um, Book of Mormon, which I genuinely think is beautiful. I think. I think that's a wonderful joke. thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a glorious. Lovely thing about the importance of faith, and also the not importance of faith, and it's it's done very yeah. well. It's a uh, it's it seems like two atheists talking about religion in a way that's kind, which I thought I think you know as an atheist yeah. I like that approach. I think that's a nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not an atheist, as we all know. Uh, I'm I'm a, a agnostic. Mm-hmm. That's arrogant. I, I definitely. I've lent into the the uh, the sheer fucking chaos of the universe, especially when writing this and plotting this book. Mm. And I came, and literally, this book has changed me in kind of ways because I've I've kind of when I was like planning it and thinking about stuff, I came away going, I don't fucking know. I don't. Ah! <laughs> I just I can't. No, no. You know what? It's when it's when they were like, yes, there was nothing. That, uh, there was nothing before the Big Bang. Time itself yeah. started with the Big Bang. Big, there was nothing, and then. I'm like, no, you can't have nothing and then if there's no time. But then I've worked that out. And just, Basically, just, writing this a... novel has put you into that one episode of Star Trek that happens every two years where someone transcends into some kind of cloud of energy. That's what's happened, basically, here. Yeah. You've, 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 you've had I've, your mind I've blown. evolved, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've gone cool. into a... I mean, yeah, it's been, oh, a, it's been a few years. I've just been sort of... Because I was doing the whole angry atheist thing. You know, like we all were. We all were doing boring, like, we all did we the were, angry we were. thing. Oh, we, I, definitely, yeah. I definitely was one of those kind of skeptics. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. But then you started looking at the guys who were kind of on that side of the fence. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, no. Some, I like Jay. Yeah, I've let you talk about some of the podcasts recently, but I, I love James Randi. I love the work of James Randi. Amazing. Um, I thought yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. yeah. He's one absolutely wonderful person, but then you got people like you know what's his face, uh, Dawkins. You got all the guys, all the guys who are for some reason like <laughs> cartoon animals on YouTube and, and all those 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 kind of skeptics. They the I tell you one, I'll, I'll put you onto this, Dan. Here you go. This is this is a uh-huh. podcast. I think this actually might even be a more popular podcast than this. I know that's shocking to hear. Um, oh no, Ross and Carrie. <laughs> if you've not heard that, that's really good. Um, or be reasonable. Those are my two favorite kind of skeptical podcast kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, Ono oh Ross and Carrie is <clears throat> like investigation. So, it was pre COVID, they would like join Scientology for eight episodes and, you know, <laughs> explain the inner workings of how like that indoctrination process happens or um, mm-hmm. uh, they do that. Nowadays, less of that stuff because COVID means they can't kind of go undercover with organizations. Carrie, who's one of the hosts, was a uh, worked for uh, Randy back in the day. So like there's a yeah. there's kind of a link there. And then the other one is Be Reasonable, which is the most annoying podcast I've ever listened to, which is uh, it's a very, it's a skeptic uh, group in, I want to say Bristol. It's not though, probably Liverpool. Anyway, 
they um they invite in the most like ridiculous kind of uh theorist in any field so i'll bring in like a flat earther or uh someone who someone who thinks something ridiculous but then they will have the most polite and respectful conversation with them (laughs) where they will just very methodically kind of ask okay explain this walk me through this and they'll lightly challenge stuff but it's like it's a very kind of it's an it's interesting to hear say a flat earther talk to with good faith you know and genuine yeah. good faith they're not trying to trip them up or cause them but they're just kind of well indeed indeed and they and they usually do um yeah the silences on that podcast are very very good uh when they can't answer <laughs> a question um yeah, a lot of people when they're listening to podcasts to have an option they turn on that skips silences. I've heard this. Cuts them out, and sp- people who listen to things at more show. than one Not... speed scare me. <laughs> nah, I just talk for anything. It but... freaks me out. I hate the thing. There's the thing on um, on Apple Podcasts where you can listen at like like uh, like one point five speed, so it's just fast yeah. enough. But I admit, I occasionally will switch it on by accident, and I'll just find myself getting quite stressed listening to something. I'll be like, "Why are they yeah. talking so fast?" <laughs> you know, and kind of catch myself. So yeah, don't it listen def- to this podcast in that way. This would, that would be an awful, awful way to no. consume this podcast. If anything, be like, listen to it the slower. Slow playback. <laughs> well, that's great because yeah. it inserts half speed. Inserts gaps. It makes it sound like they're drunk, which is good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but yeah so those, me, those were those were compassionate, skeptical podcast recommendations from Mike. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. see, I like, cool. yeah, I like a good uh, skeptic. But I also, I also think that there's, uh, I mean, I also think some people need to be fucking put down, not like killed, sure. but like you know, you need to get rid of your Yuri Gellers. You need to go shut the fuck up. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not a thing. You're being an idiot. Um, Agreed. You need to get rid of the ones that are like, oh, yes, I can hear your mother now. She's saying very generic things that I cold read off of you. Oh. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, I think I, I've, is... got, I've got more compassion for the believers. It's the, there's yeah. a lot of charlatans who are like, oh, no, you are actually a con man. But, you know, let's, let's destroy you. But, like, people who have, in my opinion, a wrong belief, I've, I've, got, more, I've got more time for them. I find that yeah. those conversations are really interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like people who help. I like good people. Anyway, shit, South Park, right. <laughs> so I've also got ADHD. So the South Park podcast. episode was about... It's a great podcast. It's a great... It's 26th, 27th, 24th, 400th. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just... <laughs> um, there is... Yeah, so it's an episode about chat GPT. Okay. The the uh, the the thing that is uh, making waves for being basically a thing that works out what's the next word in a sentence... Yeah, it's um, a parlor trick. That. It's a very good parlor yeah. trick. Um, yeah. The Mechanical Turk it's was a... also impressive. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I missed that episode of Scrubs. I didn't know JD Burns were replacing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Godzilla. You had they, they fought each other. It was great. <laughs> Turk versus Mechaton. <laughs> the Mechanical Turk was a Victorian uh, chess playing. We know what the fucking Mechanical robot. Turk was! I gotta this say, is, this is the a sort of podcast where people who know the Mechanical Turk is. If we want to get to the top 25 film and television podcasts <laughs> in Denmark, we have got to welcome a broader audience in, Dan. We've got to do it. We've got to get there. 
Oh dear. All right, fine. Look, okay, so Southwark, chat GPT is what <laughs> yes. they were chatting about. Sure. They're, it was a, 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 a breathtakingly cruel use of chat GPT that I haven't thought about, um, which I really enjoyed, which was, was the, the whole stamp- episode written by chat GPT. Is mm, that the joke? No. Not the whole episode. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. Because they basically have, you know how they lampoon everything? Well, they managed to mm. successfully make chat GPT seem like a fucking idiot. Which is great because they so the whole the plot was that uh, Stan is messaging his girlfriend Wendy, or he's not. He's just doing thumbs up. Oh, um, they're together now. I'm happy. I've got closure on that. It's oh, they've they've been all over the. Okay. They've been all over the fucking place, really. Cool. But um, Clyde suddenly started sending messages to his girlfriend that are just really lovely and flowery, and he's and then Stan confronts him. He's like, "Yeah, just chat GPT. I just type it. I send her, put her message into it, and it just gives me a reply." Mm. And so they're not. The, you know the messages from the, the woman are like well I'm so happy we're communicating he's literally like playing Xbox and just like tapping it out on his phone yeah, uh, and like not even paying attention and it's really brutal and you just fucking hate Stan for it like and it, it's, it's, I didn't think about that that is a really abusive way of using these sort of these AI services that are coming out um, so they basically write it into a corner that then um, they, they find out that there's a cheater because the teachers are using it to grade the work and the uh, the students are using it to cheat off, you know, doing the work. So it's basically everybody's using it. And then they bring in, like, the guy who could track it down. And it's like a fucking falconer from Horizon Zero Dawn or something. And just this guy using, like, shaman magic. And they, they find on, um, uh, it's on Wendy's phone. He's like, I've detected it. it. These are messages on Wendy's phone. So she must be the culprit. And then Stan's got to, like, rush in there and save the day. But he'll get, she'll break up with him. So he can't work out what to to do. So he goes outside and chat types it in the chat GPT. Like, you know, how do you get out of this mess? What's the end of this story? And then from that moment on, the conclusion is is made. They just use chat GPT just full on. And so it's shit and it's awful and it's just flat and it just nothing of consequence happens and all the characters get off scot-free. And even like Mr. Garrison's like, class dismissed, yay! You know, all this, all this sort of like the horrible tropes come out Mm -hmm. and then it's sort of, it just, the episode ends and you're like, that's so unsatisfying and I'm so happy I'm still going to have a job. Like that is, (laughs) not only was it like a, the shittiness of that ending made me feel great comfort with all of these advances that we're getting. So that's what's frustrating uh, yeah. is I think I think AI I think we we definitely live in an era where you're you'll make more money in tech if you can make a big promise than if you'll if you deliver an actual product. And I think yeah. there's there are very cool uses of AI and and you we you know we're not using it currently because we're waiting for the you know the legal side of it to kind of figure itself out and the ethical side to kind of be debated and discussed. Yeah. But there are definitely like the equivalent of using it as a Photoshop filter or a way of kind of processing data. Like games have been using kind of very rudimentary AI for population for years. Yeah. So all of that's interesting, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. this, they, they, these kind of, these kind of trick softwares that convince people that, you know, computers have sentience or whatever is it's just, it's just embarrassing seeing like you see tech reporters reporting on it, like as if it's true. And you're just like, you, yeah. Either you're in on it and you're lying to your audience, or you just genuinely don't know what you're talking about. I don't know which one it is. Um, yeah, but yeah. There, there was a, a ruling recently about AI art that said that mm. because the computer had made the artwork, the person who typed the words in wasn't the artist, 
and therefore yeah. the the there's no copyright. Uh, it's the monkey selfie person. Yeah, it's the monkey selfie person coming through. Yeah, I'm so happy that that's the thing because I I I I'm not a, a user of filters or mm-hmm. telling people to smile for photographs. I just like taking most photos of moments. I'm yeah. taking a photo. I'm taking a photo of a moment. I'm not posing. This is what you were doing during that time. That's the way I like my photos. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like the idea of like say, oh, the moon's really nice tonight, and you go and take a photo of the moon, and then you look at the picture and go, has the photo app added the moon better? Has it made the moon clearer? Which is happening, it... right? That's happening on Samsung phones. Yeah, you, I've got yeah. the Samsung phone, and oh, I'm you've like, got the phone. Oh no, <laughs> I've got, and I'm like, that's not. So I look into it, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of doing this. Apart from if you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's. It's man, and you look at like, you're like, is that? Are we really doing this? I'm not taking a photo, then, am I? I'm taking a photo of a blob, and you're unblobbing yeah. it, and mate, you're you're showing me what's kind of there, but you're not. You're CGIing a photograph without mm. my consent to say that you've got a better camera. It's getting that I don't like. I don't like photos being artificial. I think there's something yeah. quite cruel about. Uh, canning those memories, as it were, you know, just sort of bringing them into, you know, because yeah. photos are important. You know, you take a photo of a dumb thing or a silly thing and stuff, but if it's suddenly got an advert thrown on it, fucking, I mean, like football is a, a great example because at the moment, like, mm. you'll see um, a different countries' footage of the World Cup had different adverts on the round the side of the pitch because it yeah. was all just being artificially added. So I don't know what it looked like before then. But yeah. that's just weird. It's weird that it's sort of what you're seeing is definitely not what's there. And sort it's of, the, it's it used to be also like... stagnated. Like it's culturally locked down at that point because to be there, there would be, it's a really potentially weird cultural moment. If this, if this does catch on and becomes how everything's working, the moon's unlikely to change, obviously. But like, yeah. if, it's, if, the, if the data sets this is pulling from are going to be they're either not going to be updated or they're going to be updated using a bunch of data that has itself been uh fed by the ai and if you've ever done anything in computing you understand that that's going to lead to kind of a brown soup if you take all the crayons and melt them down together you're going to get brown and i think that's there's a real risk here that like we actually create this weird situation where if we rely on this stuff too much that we won't see progression we won't see new styles come up we won't see new trends yes. you know concept art has forever had fashionable trends in concept art so mm-hmm. you know a different look or a style will kind of grow in prominence in the in the art community and then will kind of die down if all of it's yeah. if, if ai is being used so heavily here you can you will end up with kind of this weird stagnation or a weird situation where like humans are emulating ai errors to try and yeah. because that's the fashionable there's just some very strange my cultural <laughs> impact here, which is going to be weird to see play out. People adding fingers yeah. to, to paintings. Yeah. It's, it's mm. it, it like, I've seen some people talking about films having gaps, basically, where adverts or product placement would go. That instead of actually having the advert or product placement, they film like a green screen. And then when you watch it on the streaming service or your Blu-ray, it connects to the internet and downloads the most recent adverts. To put yeah. on the thing. Well, that technology existed in games for a long time. Like in yeah. games, I remember uh, being pitched at by ad, ad companies like 15 years ago. Like that's 
that's been I remember Obama in yeah. Burnout Paradise. That's the classic Isn't example, the... right? Yeah, yeah, it was Obama yeah. in Burnout Paradise. And so, yeah, you totally see that happening in films. Um, but I think a video game like changing and stuff, I'm not super against as much as a film because I think, think we're the film a lower form. Very... I understand. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I get it. You don't think we're able to tell meaningful stories. You know, I think it's, you know, it's, 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 it's no, we're lesser. More... We're lesser as the art form. No, I get it. Like, it's fine. It's not a problem. I don't take it personally. We go into that fucking conversation. <laughs> like, it's a very. Yeah, no. You know, I've, there are things in the game industry that I, I'm just no, like, why it. are we doing this? Why are we yeah. making a Last of Us TV show? We have a Last of Us TV show. It's called The Last of Us. Yeah. Why? Why would you make? <laughs> just, uh, why would you? Why would you make uh, Tron games, for example? Why would that be a thing? You know, that maybe exist. Because I want. I want to exist in that universe. Yeah, you do. That's why yeah, you do. I am. Yeah, fucking do. Like you. Yeah, you do. Who doesn't want to exist in that universe? It's a computer universe. I understand the computer people. <laughs> I like the computer people, right? It's the ones up here that are like, oh, bees cause yeah. autism vaccines or whatever the fuck. You're like, ah! <laughs> Put me in the computer, Tron! <laughs> Master computer, pick me! <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you, how did you feel about Star Trek this week, Dan? Well, we don't need to talk about that. We need to. Uh... <laughs> I think we're getting it's like I think people are interested in the in the AI art, the AI thing discussion and sort of mm. what because I think right. So my thing about video games is I don't like yeah. video games that aren't trying to be video games. Like I mm. think that um, if you're gonna be like okay, here's a here's a good example. Do you remember the order? 1886, whatever the fuck it was. I do, yeah. I remember all five right. hours of it, yeah. Five beautifully constructed hours, like stunning oh, sure. visuals, truly yeah, I, gorgeous. Like, still impressive if you look back now. Like, you go back and watch yeah. like some footage of that game, it still holds up, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's generational. It's, you know, yeah. but it's 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 pretty. Oh, for sure. And, it's, and it, that's all it has going for it. And occasionally you kind of shoot stuff and that's it, really. And that, Werewolves. for me, yeah. that's not really a video game. I'm not in that world. I'm being taken out of that world to be... I really hate cutscenes. Mm. I, I feel like cutscenes are, are like having pictures in books. Just suddenly the story reverts to a completely different form. I find that very unusual. I can understand it as sort of a natural sort of break between levels... But I do find it as a as a as a just as a concept. It's something that like if it becomes like I don't mind like the odd cutscene between you know bits and pieces. But like if it's like a fucking Hideo Kojima, you got to sit down for an hour and a half and watch a thing in Metal Gear Solid Four. I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck? Just let me play a game. How much game is in there? It's like an hour of game in amongst all this, this bollocks that isn't games. It's yeah, weird. The I, games I, are the I only to, medium. The, the only medium that become another medium to well, so tell I've heard, a story. It that, I've heard it said that games are the, the medium that includes all previous mediums. I, I, it's a more optimistic way of thinking of it. But yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with cutscenes. Like, I don't... Because I have this conversation a lot with, with actor buddies of like, when are you going to put mocap yeah. in your games? Like, I don't really want to do that, <laughs> particularly. Like, I, I'd rather do all the things we can do with games that we can't do with... Like, I don't want to make a shit yeah. film, basically. Um, yeah. It came up, I remember it came up with John Wick, where people were like, oh, so are you going to do cutscenes? It's like, you want me to do cutscenes in a John... You want action cutscenes made by me in the John Wick franchise. You want me to try and hit that bar? 
that's yeah. not gonna happen, is it? <laughs> like this is like the greatest action movie of the last couple of days. Anyway, but yeah, it's just yeah. it's very strange to me. It's very strange to me. I, I don't get why you would work in games if what you wanted to do was direct cutscenes. I, I guess yeah. you know, the only the thing I will say though, because I do know people who do that. Like it is a good, <laughs> but it is a good. It's it, if if they have to exist, I would rather they were better. And there are people who yeah. do amazing work with that. But as a medium, yeah, I don't know why we're. It seems it's it doesn't seem to be in our best interest as a medium to emulate. I would agree with that. But yeah. I still play the shit out of loads of games with great cutscenes. I've still been very affected and loved games with with those cutscenes. I just think games are better at different things. Um, like the um, games are the best medium. That's why. That's why, yeah, because they, you know, you get to contribute. Well, I was chatting, That's... I was chatting, I can't, I can't remember if it was in the show or if it was like the uh, in the preamble, but me and Troy were chatting uh, on the, for the other show, and the um, he was in Last of Us this week, and we were just chatting about how, from my perspective, Mike, Mike yeah, Mike, he's always in The Last of Us, uh, he's he plays a character called Joel, I believe. He was, you know, what I'm saying, he was in. <laughs> But it, but it was interesting because for me, his it, well, I, was, I was saying to him, it, it's interesting to me when I watch because Last of Us is so close to the game. Yeah, like they're doing so much, you know, basically redoing a lot of it on screen, which is great. Yeah. And as a fan, it's cool to see those locations in in real life and all that stuff. But the um, but for me, what's interesting is the beats, the beats that are the strongest beats in the game, and the beats that are the strongest beats in the in the show are completely different. Because the yeah. the game is at its strongest when it puts you into the shoes of the character and you feel that pressure and stress and then you get it is a cutscene but it's a cutscene after you've been exhaustedly trying to beat this boss and then that has more meaning. Whereas in the yeah. show, it's a glance between two characters and Troy's genuinely yeah. like fucking excellent in this this most recent episode in a role that I don't remember being in the game and that is not a slight mm-hmm. on the actor who played him in the game. It's just that's a character who works better in a TV context, in my opinion, than a game. So it's it's yeah. an interesting point of comparison. It's, I wouldn't say one is better or worse, but the high points to me hit differently. Uh, and I think they've been, I think the, the showrunners have been excellent at finding, finding those things and accentuating. But to me, I think everyone's looking at the last of us TV show and going, oh, it's exactly the same. But for me, what's interesting is how different it is just because of the medium shift. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Well, The Last of Us is an interesting one because it's a game I severely don't like. Uh, okay. the, not because of its cutscene stuff, but because of the ending. Because I got to that ending and it's like, okay, here's the things Spoilers that are going to happen. for anyone who's not played Last of Us, obviously. But Spoilers well, not for like about the ending. Yeah, 45-year-old right? game, whatever the fuck it is. Years old at this point, yeah. I'm going to spoil the film top secret later on in this podcast and you're going to love it, you bastard. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I, it, the ending is wrong for what I hmm. thought the character was. And in a TV show that you'd go, oh, that character, I, I completely misjudged that character. I, you know, I've been taken in, look at this lovely storytelling. Great. When yeah. the game hands you the control and says, gun down these innocent scientists, you go, oh, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to do that. That I, that I don't like. I think you've, you've not sold me on this character is going in this direction. Because I need to be along with what decisions the character is making in a game if I, you're going to be sort of doing yeah, that. Yeah, I see what you mean. Especially I, again, it focuses in on character that much. Yeah, I think I think that's an interesting 
point of difference because I think in both cases with very similar material and both, you know, in my opinion, very good actors playing the role, Joel is an arsehole, but you're not an yeah. arsehole. So there is always that kind of contradiction. Well, I mean, you are, obviously, Mike, but the player... Mike, speak for yourself, yeah. <laughs> the theoretical player is not an arsehole. But like, about, I mean, I'm, I, I'm voting to kill the kid. Like, <laughs> stuff like, nah, I thought I could fucking die. But I, think I would, let's save everyone. Like, if you're in that first-person kind of perspective, I don't mean, like, from the camera, I mean, like, literally, you are playing that character. Yes. You can you can be rooting for a protagonist in a story and disagree with choices they've made and judge them and have a much more complex relationship in that way, whereas, yeah, an Avatar is a more... I think that's still possible, but I, do, I agree with you that, like, in Last of Us, I, I get why you would split at that point because yeah your morality points in one direction and you don't have the option to express that morality in the game it's not a branching narrative you can't go oh actually i don't think i would do this or i wouldn't want this character to do this here um yeah and, I can, and that and then, can see, lead to ludo narrative dissonance i don't know if you've heard the phrase before Dad, that's the phrase that's the phrase, phrase. <laughs> that's the phrase <laughs> but that is because for me that's the moment in a game where it swaps from you are playing this character to you are acting out this role in this play we have given you the script for. You're and not I think that's in that world. It's like a, a performance that you're doing with the game. And that's um, a valid approach, but it's not going to be for everyone. That's not going to be for everyone. It's not the kind of game that I particularly... The games of ours that have lent more in that direction have been the ones I've been less happy with. Um, yeah. I prefer... Because we've so. done that a couple of times. We've forced the player to do something... Uh, that they would probably not want to do in our games before, and I didn't. It didn't sit well with me. It wasn't. It didn't feel right. I didn't felt. And, and we've been dinged yeah. in, you know, user reviews or whatever for that, and, and rightly so. Uh, so yeah, I, it's, I it's think that's I that on. is this. That's the strength of cutscenes, though, because in a cutscene mm. you can go, "Oh, look, this character's done this thing when you weren't in control of them." That feels like and now you're in control. To you. Yeah. 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 Interesting. That's the. I mean, because like Spec Ops: The Line nailed that. Because it made you do all the horrible shit. Yeah, like that's just that game. Unfortunately, was... then five other year, five years worth of games ripped off that idea. I think if Spec Ops yeah. had happened, and we'd all just gone, "That's awesome. Let's never do that thing again." Let's yeah, let's let that be the version. And I think we we overplayed that card, unfortunately. Oh, like we don't ever play every other fucking car. Hey, how's your live service game coming on? <laughs> I'm not calling it a live service game, Dan. I think you need to respect that choice. It is an uh, optional multiplayer game with some interesting crafting and unlocking mechanics. Uh, with services, with servers that will close after a year and a half. Would it help if I said ten times that it's only aesthetics? And not uh, pay to win. Would that would that help you like me again? Can we can we move on from this, please, Dan? Can we move on, please. We're just, we're just <laughs> let's talk about our exciting interactive experience we've created. Dan. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Booty. Right, let's move. <laughs> There's a new Doctor <laughs> Who game out, actually. There's oh, a, a, a yeah. It's a it's a it's a piece of shit. <laughs> is it not the VR one? I know there's a VR. No, 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 VR no, no. One. It's a mobile phone clicker idol. Not game numbers go up. Oh, the numbers have stopped going up. Give us money, game. Right. Um, where the I'm not kidding you. The main fucking loot boxes that you open are kablam boxes because nobody <laughs> understood what the fuck kablam was supposed to be saying. Oh, that's the that's oh my god. So that's 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 just not getting the irony at all, right? That is yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's incredible. Yeah, kablam boxes. If you wanna. 
<laughs> yeah. if you want to gamble your actual money away for making the numbers go up in a numbers go up game. Hmm. Oh god, it's Fun. a fucking. And also, it's maths is wrong. This is because I, I was playing it just to because I play everything Doctor Who, and I'm like, maybe there's some story in here. And it's, it's like a Dalek hill period. Everyone's like, oh my god, it's a Dalek. That's kind of yeah. as much as you get. But yeah, the, there was a bit. It was like seventy percent off, and the numbers I need was fifty percent off. I'm like, come on, the Doctor wouldn't appreciate bad math, and also, you know, charging children to make the numbers go up. I don't. Yeah. yeah. It's it is definitely like the default license game now. People always like because obviously we 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 get asked about license games a lot because of what we make. But like it, like people are like, why do they not make license games anymore? It's like they do. They make them on mobile. You just don't play them. Yeah, because they're not targeted yeah. at you. Um, there's there's yeah. a license also, game for every lot. Yeah, they were all, all shit. that kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were all shit. Uh, and I mean, then I mean, uh, my life is entirely Marvel Snap now. Like, I, I, that's that's my yes. Life. Genuinely, I fucking love that game. I mean, that's genuinely brilliant. yes, because um, it's actually done well. Because it's actually what's like what's you your, don't uh, feel... what's, what's your deck? Are you like a are you a death deck? Are you a are you a discard deck? What, what are we what are we talking here? What's the I got one of everything. Like the... I finished season yeah. three. Like I've got mm. all of the season three tier cards. I'm level three thousand seven hundred. There you go. I've just opened it up. Jeez. Okay, I'm only. I think I'm about two thousand. I know it's really bad. I've played it. 2000, but yeah. <laughs> Every day. I've never got to a rank of a hundred because I I don't like making meta decks. I don't find that interesting. Mm. I like going. Hey, what if I made a deck where I put Black Widow in it and then just try to irritate people by duplicating Black Widow and Black Widow's abilities as much as possible. Black Widow, Absorbing Man, Adam Zoa fires too. Let's get that, you know, and mm. I just like kind of make silly, stupid shit. I just have a counter so, deck. I just have a deck that's basically, okay, I see the three winning strategies everyone's using. Here's yes. my deck of like arsehole maneuvers to fuck up all of those call, those ideas. Yeah, and that, that might, seems to be the way to win. Yeah, it does seem to be the way to win, irritatingly. Um, that, I have that deck. It's called No Fun Allowed. That's what that <laughs> deck's called. Yep, that's um, my deck. I've got, you, we've probably my, played I've each got, other online, yeah. I've got a Modoc deck, which is called Big Head Mode. Oh, so you've, quite... you've bought in then? You've you've been monetized. You've, you've, you've oh, I must admit, I do get the season pass. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get the yeah. nine pound a month season pass, which That's is I, I like to have. Uh, yeah, for like I, I play it a lot, like a little mm. bit too much. I must admit, but it's kind of it's nice, and I'm like I'm getting nine pounds use out of this game every month. I I used to play. I paid for the season pass for the Call of Duty mobile game when it first launched because okay. that was so fucking good. Like was that, the was fact it a that they first managed... person was it a first person first person playing... first person shooter like played with touch screen controls. Yeah, yeah. And I went, "That is going to oh. be bollocks," and it was fucking so well done. Play. Like the actual play. gameplay was really good, uh, but because everyone was hindered with all the controls. It was really fun to play against everyone because nobody was very good at the start. We were all kind of learning. Yeah. And then everyone started getting good, so I get disinterested in it. That's, what you, that's the thing um, with Call of Duty is I've not been able to play those online since the second one because basically, yeah, at that point, yeah. everyone played for <laughs> 10 times what I could possibly ever play. They're all better than me. Yeah. I, was I have good, one I'm friend I play Call of Duty against because he has slower re re reaction times than me, so I can actually beat him occasionally. Um, that's the only person I, I play like, Call of Duty with. I'm not playing Call of Duty, but I do like a bit of Battlefield every now and then, just because I'm like just driving a tank around, having a nice day, and occasionally shooting someone. Going, <laughs> gotcha. You know, there's, I'm not like 
you know, Tango Sierra, let's do an actual killing. I'm just like pissing about. If you ever, if you're playing Battlefield and you just watch like a, a plane just like rail into the floor because yeah. somebody was trying to do a backflip, that's me, baby. Yeah. That's me. It's the variety. I think the Battlefield games stand out just for the variety, right? Because of all the vehicle stuff, because yeah. of the differences in the maps. Like there's, there's, there's enough nuance to that that, yeah, it makes it fun. Very cool. Yeah, it's like, because that new Battlefield that came out, everyone fucking hated, but I really liked it. And I gave mm. it the award of, like, the game only I like, because every year there seems to be a game only I like. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, this is the game that only I like. That's and I like it because... objective is to make the game that only you like. That's the, yeah. that's the target for me. That's what I'm going that's, for, that's it. business-wise. That's why yeah. I like... Yeah. But it's, 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 um, it's interesting, because all I wanted was, like, 128 players. That was it. And everyone's like, the maps are too chaotic. And I'm like, yeah, I want that. I want to have yeah. dumb shit happening everywhere. I want to yeah. feel like the first bit of Four Fast, Four Furious. Like, all oh, the time. Like, We're getting there. Just, We're getting to the theme of the just, podcast. Just, just a little, little, just a little taste there. Before the hour of boredom that follows. Well, let's, let's get, get to it. it because, let's get to it, because I, I do have a, a not unlimited amount of time to chat to you today. Um, so, do you want to start with Star Trek? Or you start with Star real Trek? job. Uh, yeah, cool. Star Trek's really fucking good. Isn't it? I love Shaw. Are we, are we, are we buying no, the idea that it's actually good? Look, yet, I'll tell you what. I'll hearts. tell you what. That, that was a four-episode act one. Uh, yeah. And I think that is going to kind of feel like a nice clean breaking point. That even if it goes to shit, I will still have those four lovely episodes. I will watch that, that I again. can watch. 100% yeah. I will watch that again. And that's the first time I felt that way about Picard at all. Uh, I know yeah. you've watched them a couple of times because you're a, a glutton for punishment. But yeah. Um, yeah. I was also very sick and I was trying to finish myself off. But like, <laughs> it was... <laughs> There was, basically, it starts... I'll just run, recap the episode, fuck it. Sure, sure. It starts with Picard being accosted by Trekkies. Mm -hmm. That was the, the opening. There's lots of Trekkies there. Uh, and then I really was like, why are they fucking showing us this? Because we, we've, done, we've, we've seen this. Like, this is, you're still in the mindset of us... thinking you're watching a stupid show, right? That's the thing. Yeah, like, I'm like, they're telling, he's telling the story. He's telling the story in two different places, and I'm like, why? Why do I give a shit? Why are you bothering? Yeah. This whole I'd cut this whole flashback scene until you get a reveal at the end of the episode that his son was there and he didn't like the answer that he got. Um, so he didn't really need the family because it's uh, awful. Uh, and you feel that betrayal because, like, yeah, yeah. Picard's just playing to the room. He's being he's being the dude that you have to be when you meet the fans at an event where you're like yeah. a little bit arrogant. You're showing off a bit because that's kind of what they want. If you're humble in that yeah. moment, you're going to annoy the fans. They want to just be like they want to they want to meet someone who's larger than life to an extent. And he's doing that. I mean, it's yeah. the cruelest thing he could be doing in that situation. I fucking loved it. I thought it was so good, so well observed. It's, so yeah. yeah. It boomed me. Like, I was expecting to... I was like, ha-ha, there's a problem, finally! And I'm like, oh, no. No, I'm feeling things. I'm feeling things. <laughs> I'm feeling yeah. for a character I've known for four episodes. In the first series, Captain Jean-Luc Picard died, and I felt nothing. Right? Let's just yeah. put that in context. Picard died, and I went, eh, whatever. It's and just, this it's, one, it's, like, it's... some fucking Matt so Smith knockoff felt sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's soon to Matt Smith knockoff. Anyone with a chin is a Matt Smith knockoff. I love that. Um, is that any fucking from Fantastic Beats, Beast, Matt yeah, Smith yeah, yeah. clone factory where they just, they get this. I mean, I love them. Those, all those yeah. gangly giraffe men that I love. I, I don't know good. if that actor went to a posh private school, but I do know that that actor went to a posh private school. I might be wrong. <laughs> he seems like, he seems like one of that group of British actors, you know, for sure. Um, no, but the, yeah. um, no, but there's just the setups and payoffs, the the throwing the asteroid, the the, the yeah. Troy stuff. Like just it's just it's just yeah. competent. Like but really, really like solid. <laughs> we haven't had that. Like, it's, the, it's the shit that like genuinely it's not a sequence of things happening. It's a sequence of yeah. setups and payoffs. And 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 honestly that stuff is it's easy to kind of criticize or compliment in retrospect, but it's actually really challenging as a writer to put that, you know, this, like to put all of that stuff in motion. It's a clockwork, it's a machine. And to see that being pulled off so well is it's satisfying, but it shouldn't be underestimated. When I say it's competent, that is a high form of praise. Like that is like, it takes a lot to be competent in this. If you want to go to our old podcast, uh, (laughs) there was very little on display. Yeah. But no, it's great. I'm, um, I'm excited. I'm seeing. I'm seeing these characters be themselves. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a story where a crew of characters comes together and solves a problem in space, and that's so nice. In a meeting so room. Nice. Just say meeting, that they had a meeting. Conference we, room. They had a conference room meeting that solved a problem. I love it. Ah, uh, Star Trek. It's back. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was for four episodes, and now it goes off the rails. It's back. Do you think it will? Are you, is that just, is that just good old fashioned pessimism or do you think that there is a risk of that? I mean, by this point in series one and two, I'd given up all hope. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd been so fucking destroyed by what had yeah. come before that I was like, oh, this is all bollocks, isn't it? It's all going to be fucking trash. Um, mm. But like, I don't know. It felt very concludy. I'm worried I'm interested. Be that's my thing. Switch out. I'm interested yeah. to see, yeah, uh, like like Andor, where you could definitely tell where you were hitting a, a, an end of a section, right? I'm I'm interested to yeah. see how much carryover there is. Like, are we? It, there was definitely a, a lot of the characters felt like they were hitting the end of their story. So like Shaw yeah. and Seven, like that felt like that was the end of that story. Um, yeah. Am I going to see those characters in future episodes, or is that it now? Like, or are we going to, yeah. you know, is it, are we going to go, are we basically going to now take the car and he's going to go and meet the Forge and Wolf? And that's going to be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it going to, or are we going to, I think it might be that we're about to lose a bunch of these characters and that, that would be a shame because I'm feeling, I'm feeling attached to all of that stuff now. Um, if we never see yeah. Shaw again, I will be happy because I want him to survive. He's got six <laughs> episodes to survive, and then he can have a spin-off. It worked for Pike. Would, I'm putting it out there. I would make a sure game in a heartbeat. I, I, I would sure you were making that sure game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so I'm good. there. He's so good. I'm there. Just in being a, the, just yeah. that slack asshole. But with like, you care about. I told you it was a Wolf Three Five Nine thing with this Borg you did. stuff. Because you did. We're just taking everything from Star Trek and cobbling it together. So he's got the Cisco, but it was better. It was a different story. I really enjoyed that. It was a different kind of I story, was... and it was that. Yeah. Sorry, go on. 
I was just gonna say I, I said to I said to Carrie when we were watching it when when they when they were the contractions when they were noticing when Beverly was noticing which again great use of Beverly in this episode for that reason yep. like to use medical meets physics brilliant very Star Trek again yep. I turned to Carrie yep. and I was like I think and and they were starting to build up the Wolf three five nine stuff and I turned to Carrie and I was like so Dan's whole theory is that this is going to be Cisco and I'm starting to think he might be right because this is they seem to be, <laughs> they're reminding me of all the Cisco backstory as well was Cisco yeah. someone one of Shaw's mates who didn't make it you know like that kind yeah. of like was that or sorry was Cisco one of his mates that didn't make it, obviously was there was there like is there an old relationship that you know that kind of stuff I was like oh is it going to do it I was glad they didn't because that again it's 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 not done the big fan servicey you know this guy too many times it's been really good at yeah. narratively kind of going where the story needs to go rather than just going here's a reference which i feel like a lot yeah. of the picard stuff has been that i feel like the first couple of scenes of picard they were definitely made for people who were fans of the 90s stuff but i think they made the mistake of thinking that fans of the 90s stuff just wanted to be reminded of the 90s stuff whereas actually they wanted a new story that felt in yeah. that vein of storytelling and there yeah, was a lot of people sitting around having a meeting. Just come in now. Yeah, we just want to meet him. I mean, that's the difference. Nice conference room. I, I wrote, I wrote a note down. There yeah. is the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars <laughs> was actually explained in this episode, and Go they say it. they're going to divert power um, to try and keep the life support running. And in Star Trek, that means you've got a few hours to solve a problem. Mm. In Star Wars, you'd have a few minutes to solve a problem. Yeah. And that's the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. Like in Star Trek, it's like, okay, we're now going to sit down, and when we're actually enacting the solving the problem, we'll be able to, you know, have our cake and eat it, and then have the tense yeah. few minutes of countdown. But we build up to that point. We have characters going through, Riker's going through a lot of shit. There was like a philosophy discussion in Star Trek. That's new. We haven't <laughs> had that for a well since Strange New Worlds. What was well, right? Sorry, just complete diversion. What would Shaw's show be called? Shaw's, I, Shaw's I, I, show. Yeah. Whatever. Star Trek whatever. Star Trek whatever. I uh, I like... Um, Star Trek whatever. I think you nailed it, though. I think you're absolutely right. It's not, some, it's not something I'd ever consider about Star Trek, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's the storytelling thing of the negotiation, right? Like, character gets yeah. a call to action to do something. There's a period of should I, shouldn't I, and then they go and do the cool thing. And that's, you know, most fun action hero stories. And you're right, Star yeah. Trek does a setup, then spends half an hour negotiating, and then just kind of pulls it off in the last minute. And I, and you're right, that is a fundamental difference. Star Wars, yeah. it doesn't matter how the ships fly. It matters that they do, and that it's cool. It doesn't... They I'm sorry, but I saw... I saw the complaints about the eighth film when one went hyperdrive and blew up all the other ships. I was like, yeah... <laughs> I that don't. Was... I, I'm going to let you in, Dan. A little secret. I don't think that was about the hyperdrive so much. I think there was something else I'll, going on there, and I wouldn't want to. I'll tell you what. Lower ourselves on because that's the coolest rankings. Coolest shot in Star Wars. That was. Fucking I'm great. saying the criticisms. I don't think the criticisms were. Yeah, really I'm not. I'm aware. To the physics of that moment. Yes. Um, yeah. I think there was something else. In the going same on way, there, I would never want in the to same way, the audience of. In the same way, you know, we we did like the Thirteenth Doctor's run. We just hate women. Like that's. Uh, that's the thing. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that 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 series was? I wanted to be better because Jodie Whittaker. I I, I'm, I can't wait for the thing you've said of the audio books. That's gonna be great. Once she actually gets some good yeah. writing, it's gonna be great. She's brilliant. Get her in big finish. Um, She's gonna knock it out of the fucking park. She's such a good ambassador for that show. 
But um, just let, let down by the BBC. We've seen quite a bit recently that the BBC were very <laughs> dragging their feet around Chibnall's run. But I think that was just a bit of a bad relationship, really. Mm. Going, there's a the thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we don't talk about that show. That's the forbidden show. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the past of that show. That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was really. I thought. I, yeah, I was really excited by it. I. I am just waiting for it to fall apart, which is a shame. Because, but I think it's actually making me enjoy it even more. Because every week I'm like, shit, they didn't fuck it up. It's still great. Yeah, I'm still excited. It's like about life, isn't it? You know, it's going to eventually end in death. You might as well enjoy it while, right. it, while it's good. Right, Eric. Before Cardinal. it gets to the whole, just, just <laughs> yeah, sort of, sort of like always, like look on like the the like the bright side of life. Yeah. By the Today, way. Do, more more do, 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 recommendations. Do, do, do. I'm big Adam Savage nerd. His video of him making a guitar case for Eric Idle for like two hours is just lovely. Oh, very warm and comforting. Savage. Very much worth oh, your time. That's the good shit. His day oh, one day right. builds. Oh, he's so good at that stuff. That feels that's felt like an alien skill to me. People who like do shit, like can make <laughs> shit. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I like. I try painting yeah, I mean, and stuff, and I'm like, real, uh, yeah. Yeah, like really, like things, like you know, mm. you're making numbers do a dance. Like, let's be fair, Mike. That's what you do. Yeah. You get you, you, you type, type in the numbers. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, numbers make the dance. And Pixel I just make, I, I put letters in the right order. We do yeah. nothing. But then there's people who like, oh, I'm gonna make the gun from fucking this this game, and then they kind of weather it, and it looks like a real thing. They're like, there it is, yeah. and I'm like, how? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> how it's do amazing. you do this? Are you? Uh, it's my. It's, I don't it's understand. My, one of my favorite things, like getting to go and visit and see, because uh, obviously Kerry's working on a lot of sets. Like getting to go and see all of that stuff. I got to go and visit while we were doing the uh, the Dark Crystal Netflix show. I got to go mm-hmm. and look around all of that. Like it's amazing. It's so cool yeah. seeing those sets. Um, yeah. The crafts. Yeah, it's... you're absolutely right. Oh, that's a real job. Uh, they can't. They don't yeah. have control Z, <laughs> and that makes them heroes. That makes them gods. <laughs> We walked into a room and there was just yeah. a woman carving like polystyrene blocks, like three meters cube polystyrene blocks into like rocky walls, just with a chainsaw. I was like, "That's the coolest person I'm ever going to meet in my life." <laughs> There's no, <laughs> I can't be more starstruck right now. I had to put sawdust in a bin and I missed, and it went everywhere. <laughs> this is why we're not allowed <laughs> on these sets. I can't this even like carve pre-carved wood. That's me. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh dear, <laughs> it's also true. Which is, hmm. oh dear, oh dear, stupid. But yeah, I'm interested. To look, I, I think, I think five will be the episode where I decide if I'm going to let myself like trust this show because I think once we seeing how they reset the pieces for the next, presumably the next arc yeah. they're going to go on, that'll be mm. kind of the make or break for me. Um, yeah, because I loved. I mean, that's why I mean, I I absolutely loved Andor. But me and Kerry, because we'd heard, because I can't remember why, but we couldn't watch it immediately. We'd heard that like they were in these blocks, so we watched them yeah. in blocks, and that was just it was like watching three excellent Star Wars movies back to back, you know. But like just really fucking good Star Wars movies. Um, yeah. yeah, so the original. Stuff. <laughs> that's kind of. I enjoy it all. I just want to be very clear with the audience. I'm a massive fan of absolutely every piece of Disney content that has ever been produced. Um, <laughs> and uh, have no problem. I watched, I watched the Star Wars films in order, one to nine. I didn't see the... I saw the prequels first. It's probably why I don't like Star Wars right. very much. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw the new one. My dad was like, we're going to go see this film. How did you manage to miss the original trilogy for your childhood? Just it was never... I wasn't... The parents weren't into it. It just never came up. Oh, my dad's big sci-fi nerd. Big sci-fi nerd. We used to watch sci-fi all the time, but it just either never on or I was just doing other shit. Huh. Writing things. Yeah. I used to make stupid games and I used to... had a mm. bunk bed that had a desk underneath it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> you were living your life. <laughs> I respect that. I was... Played a lot of Worms Armageddon, Mike. That's, let's be real, right? Mm. I played a lot of Worms Armageddon. It was a good Such game. Such a good game. You were Such wrong. a good fucking game. I Holy you, fucking shit. It's better than at least a couple of the Star Wars movies. I'll say that. <laughs> um. Hey, actually, no, fuck. I can tie in Top Secret. I said I'd bring Top Secret back up. So have you ever seen Top cool. Secret? Because I watched it again this week. Have you ever seen the film Top Secret? <sighs> That's is that is that Chevy Chase? Is that No. It's uh Val Kilmer. It's and a no, Zuck Brothers movie. So it's it's what they did between Airplane and Naked Gun. I think it's between those two. I'm remembering a remember different that. spoof spy movie, and I cannot remember the name of it, with um, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin, I think. So I'm I think that one's just different. literally called, like, Spy Movie or something. Something like that. So this that. is a, Carry this on. Is a 19, <laughs> 1984 Zuck Brothers movie. Very silly. Very funny, hilariously funny. I, it, I for me, it's like that hidden gem of the eighties that when Is people like, visit, I'm like, like oh, we're gonna watch Bond, a film. Mission Impossible. It's that kind of spoofing the kind of sixties. No, 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 no. You no. see, you think that, but it's spoofing yeah. fucking World War Two prison break films and Elvis movies. Obviously, that's what it's spoofing. Obviously, and it's Val Kilmer's first role, and he really? is. I'm just gonna say it now. Pretty fucking willing. breathtaking. This yeah. is pre-fucking everything. Like, he's he's a gorgeous man. Like, he is... Oh. You see him, you're like, yeah, I could... I would have a poster of him on my wall in the 80s. I can see that. He's got that real 80s fucking look. But he's doing a very yeah. silly role. And it's just lots of very visual... Very, very visual humour and very subtle humour and lots of silliness. And nice. kind of you just need it from the silliness perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point... And here's the t- Star Wars time... They they go and see Peter Cushing, right? Um, who is playing Peter a sweet Cushing or real? Peter Whoa! Cushing. Well, you say that technically, yeah. yes, because they go and see Peter Cushing. I'm assuming one of his last ever roles. I, I don't yeah. know how. Yeah, it wouldn't have been life much longer. But um, they do. He's Swedish, so the whole scene is shot in reverse with subtitles. Oh no! Oh, because no. it's so so funny. So good. And so they just reverse the scene. You need to watch this film. You need to watch this film. There's um, but they they do reverse. And when they they go there, they're doing the whole big eye gag. You know, he's got a magnifying glass up to his eye, and it's he's got a massive eye. And you go, oh, he's got. You know, it's it's on the it's on the glass, or it's they do it silly. But then he takes the magnifying glass away, and he's just got like a really massive fucked up eye. <laughs> like that's just a thing that, that he has, which that's is a very, just kind of uh, plain joke, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what's great, right? The mold they had to take for his face to build that they got it kept storage. I, I'm pretty sure this is a story that I that is true and I haven't made up. If I've made it up, it's a great story still. Hmm. Um, <laughs> the the mold they took for his face was the same one they then scanned for Rogue One to get the CGI face. Oh, okay. Because okay. I, isn't it like 
Oh, the guy who did the props for it did a really... It was like some really famous prop guy, if I'm running. I can't remember now. But yeah, so that actually it's like a canonical Star Wars tie in there. <laughs> between fun. Top Secret and Rogue One. Which That's is awesome. just... There you go. That's a, that film's so good. Though. Like, I literally... It, it's, it is a, a, a fucking hilarious time. I, it's my favourite Zucker Brothers movie. It beats out Airplane and Naked Gun. Mm. Which okay. is... Yeah, I'm sold. I, I'm sold. I'm on it's it. on Paramount. That's why I, I finally got. I finally got to Rebecca to watch it, and Rebecca was like, "That's genuinely fucking hilarious." There's so nice. much good shit in there. It's got Omar <laughs> Sharif in it. <laughs> very serious thing? actors being given very silly things, but it's just got massive, big, silly gags and lots of subtle, subtle ones. And mm. there's like my favorite. I'll take. Should I spoil one gag? Yeah, you know what? Go watch Top Secret. It's fucking. It's on Paramount Plus. Might be somewhere else. That's your homework. You have to watch. This is going to become a top secret podcast. Too fast, top secret. I've heard That's that by the name. fourth top secret movie, it really starts to come together. <laughs> it goes through a few genres, but it kind of starts to figure itself out for uh, top secret. Films. I mean, honest, honestly, the film. Right, top secret. I said top secret. Okay, let me just re clarify. Top secret is a really funny film. It's not necessarily a great film. The yeah. end just kind of happens, and you're like, oh. There's a lot we haven't. Okay, bye. <laughs> just kind of, it's just kind of done because um, they run out of jokes. They run out of jokes that they wanted to do, and there's lots of yeah, very stupid. It's like, like it's a, like a grenade comes in through a window of the French resistance, and the guy jump. One of the guys jumps on it, and then it explodes, and he's fine, but everyone else gets blown up. And you're like, yeah, mm. great. Super Do you reckon good. They, and they must? Someone in Hollywood is pitching Hot Shots Part Three right now, right? Based on Maverick. Yeah. Someone's yeah, pitching definitely. One. That would be the return of this genre. <laughs> would it though? Was this genre ever popular? Because Top oh. Secret was a flop. No one's even heard of it. Like, and it's the I best. Think the Hot Shots movies were genuinely big movies. I think, but they weren't that great. They're okay. I've not seen either of them since I was a kid, and but I believe you because I remember as yeah. a kid thinking they're the funniest thing ever. But I bet they've yeah. aged astonishingly badly, astonishingly yeah. badly. Yeah, probably. Like probably. I was, I was slightly worried about Top Secret because for a few years. I was like, oh, and there's like one joke you're like, oh, oh but everything one. else was kind of. It's like yeah. they bring out the 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 German Olympic women's team, and it's just a load of blokes in dresses and. Sure. But because it's played straight, they all get applauded and celebrated. Like, there's no, like, negativity to it. It's just the joke is the visual. Mm. And you're kind of like, that's that could have been so much worse. If this was a scary movie, I'd be turning it off. Like, I think that's the thing. <laughs> is I think when you're, when you're genuinely funny, and this is true of so many aging stand-up comics, um, but when you're genuinely funny and you can find the, the humor in anything or absurdity, you don't need to lean on mean this quite as much right i feel like the things yeah. that have aged badly have been the stuff that's either mean or or you know doesn't understand what basically where the core ethics have shifted it's it's never yeah. it's never the dumb joke about you know a blow-up pilot in a plane like that's never going to get offensive yeah. or weird yeah yeah and I, th I think it really hits those you know there's like jokes about zimmer frames in this film like it really is okay. uh because it's like there's a bit where they're, they're, they're walking along, they're sneaking along, and there's like they're crunching through leaves. And the guy turns around and goes, shh. And they carry on walking the exact same way, but the leaf sound effect is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, that's, that's amazing. 
five. That's truly so. it's 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 really smart in its dumbness, which I always it's really appreciate. It's using its medium as well, unlike a yeah. cutscene. It's it's leaning into what film, how films are made. That's cool. Speaking of things that lean into how films are made and may or may not do well with it, how do you feel about uh, Farforius? Farforius. Farforius. Wait, we're not going to talk about her cutting her hand off and it becoming a changeling. So my read of that is that the changeling cut her hand off and it's been kind of hiding as her hand this whole time. And now I want to go back and watch how many big hand gestures she's been doing this whole time because I want to know if they've kind of Metal Gear Solid 2'd it. And she's actually been yeah. doing big hand gestures with that hand the entire way through, and we just missed it. That's right. Liquid, you know, yeah. That's the. Exactly. Yeah. That was. I really like that. Also, Dipshit from Chicago. Just wanted to say that. It's just good. Card saying Dipshit from of, Chicago. A couple of Card swears well. in this episode, but it worked because they were earned because they'd spent yeah, three episodes he said, building up to it. He said fuck. Card said yeah, fuck. The bad word. The naughtiest word of all. But contextually, it, you it felt, felt right. it, yeah, because it's like the first time he's sworn, and it tells you tells you just how hard that yeah. tr- that moment in his life was, yeah, and that was, yeah, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was annoyed that I liked it, and it fit. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't it's, like it's really that. Was a, yeah, it's really um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what was that? that was, yeah, that was it. Fuck it, it's great. Oh no, there was space jellyfish. You were right. You caught space jellyfish. Did I say? You saw some lovely. Yeah, you were like, I think it's just going to be some like one. Of... You thought it was like space jellyfish to owe them a favor. I but did. It was a case of it was just generic, naturally occurring space jellyfish. With cute yeah, little you know, googly kind of... eyes, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, that felt again, but it also it felt like a TNG look. It looked like they looked like yes. Oh, that's that would have been the art direction if this was TNG. Because he kind of looked a bit yeah. goofy. I kind of like that. Little goofy, but also, I mean, it thematically tied into Riker's story yeah. of him going out there and it's all death still, and he's like, uh, I'm surrounded by death, but he's not actually, he's surrounded mm-hmm. by life. It just is not recognizing yeah. it when it's there, and he has to apologize to his wife. Fucking I, good I, writing. They almost got me. That that scene with him talking with uh, with Troy, like genuinely, I started welling up. That was. Yeah. Oof, oof, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's done. That's great. It's hard to talk about something that's that good. I'd rather talk about Top Secret, which is also that good. Arguably better if you're a fan of stupid comedy and cows, <laughs> which are in one scene, but for some reason are in all the posters. Cow, cows Just... are funny. Kids love cows. Oh, this Kids cow is cows funny. Are. This yeah. cow's funny. You should think. Anyway, so four fast, four furious. Yes. Or as I like to call it, what the fuck is this franchise? Because this film is like four different kinds of films. This is a film it's noir just... with um, action, gangster elements, and then just starting to become a bit goofier. Uh, yeah. What franchise yeah. do you think this film so, is, Dan? Talk walk me through the franchise. What, of the what, fast, what, 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 fran- what, what, what makes a Fast and Furious movie a Fast and Furious movie? What's the essential DNA? All right. Uh, the Fast and First movie. one was a mystery. About who was doing the thing that was clearly Vin Diesel. Yeah. With the worst cop in the world, Brian. Second one was a heist film with Brian stealing money from the police. Third one Mm. was Persona. Just just straight Persona, but with drifting. I can see a Persona game based around drifting. Uh, And this fourth one started off as an Avengers film, then became just something really dull that I really lost interest in in the middle. 
and then ended somehow. I only like the opening scene, which is the worst way to steal anything ever. The most incompetent, useless fucking Mm -hmm. criminals. That's why they send the most useless fucking cop, because they're basically hoping that these guys will just, like, wipe each other out. (laughs) Yeah, they're looking for a mutual destruction, yeah. There's like a well big... that the first scene is your favourite scene in the movie. That bodes well because that was great. Because I'm like, this yeah. is dumb. This is like the yeah. sort of shit I would expect from like one like a Black Widow, where it's just yeah. like, oh god. But like you know, you just like this is a uh, uh, kind of shit, but in a fun, entertaining way. Mm. I'm into that. Foreshadowing. I'm into or freaking shadowing. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I want it to go that way because the middle That's of this film fucking sucked. And I'll it's get like that. they were. I think they were trying to do. It genuinely feels like a film noir that was directed to be more of the kind of thing you're describing. Because if you actually yeah. look at the script, it's a film noir. You've got um, Wonder Woman as the femme fatale. You've got Vin Diesel investigating. You've got like Wait, Vin Diesel's Wonder basically Woman doing was in this. Yeah, Wonder that's, um, Woman was in this. Gal Gadot was in this. That's Gal, that's that Gal is Gal. one of my that's one of my points about this film, right? Yeah. There are all the female leads look identical, right? They, <laughs> I cannot tell. Like I got quite bad face blindness. I'm, I'll admit that. Um, but like this is why I like Star Trek because they were all different fucking aliens. It's great for my little tiny well, child brain. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like all the women in this, like when somebody and I'm bad with names, so when it was like this person's died. Like, the first one was like, oh, shit. I, I went, oh, shit, he's hanging out with his sister. And then he started snogging. I'm like, okay, not his sister. Or maybe. Like, let's see where this film <laughs> <Hi>. goes. Yeah, the fourth one's just incest porn for the whole film. Yeah. And then someone dies. And then it's... Two fucks, two fatherless? I don't know. So, I'm not uh, going to Google it, but I know it exists. I'm certain that exists. Well, what's the Fast and Furious porn parody? Um, fast I mean, fast I mean, and apologetic. Could, I mean, you could literally <laughs> just call it Fast and Furious, I think. <laughs> I think I think you might get sued a little bit for just calling it the same thing. No, I think the news will be flattered. I think it'll be fine. Um, he'll be in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he liked the script. He's in it. <laughs> He's yeah. He's like this is this seems to be focused on the themes that I feel are important to this uh, this franchise. Yeah, but so yeah, yeah. Then so. then there was somebody died. And I went, oh, his girlfriend died. And then I, I was like, wait, now I don't know if that. And then I didn't know who had actually died, and I had to get Rebecca to explain it to me. And right. um, yeah, Rebecca wasn't entirely sure, but we worked it out in the end that it was his. Yeah. It was his. It was his girlfriend that got killed, and it was his girlfriend sure that Yeah, and he moved on pretty fucking quick. It's just straight uh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, whatever you pronounced it like. Is that going to be like future historians? Uh, uh, I didn't say Vin Diesel. What I meant is, to... <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say Vincent. What's his face? Van Gogh. That's what I was it aiming for. I was aiming for. I was aiming for Vincent Van Gogh. My brain got as far as Vin and went Diesel. <laughs> what have you done to me, Mike? I've, I've opened your eyes to the most important is, film franchise of the last decade. Is this the weirdest case of, of like, where your your name becomes your job? 
because it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that Vin Diesel is not his real name. I don't think. I don't think he was. Uh, he was born into this world as Vin Diesel. I think Vin Diesel is the name that found him. I'm definitely googling it right now. Try and it's work out be, what is. It's going to be. Oh like my god. But. Crumple biscuit or something. It's gonna be a really, really non-masculine name. It's it's Mark Sinclair. See that name suits his nerdiness quite nicely. Like there's, yeah. there's a Mark, there is a Mark Sinclair that is like a creative director at Ubisoft working on his third Assassin's Creed game. One hundred percent. There yeah, could be. I, I think I've worked with three Mark Sinclairs. <laughs> I, I okay, but hard. right. What is Henry Cavill's? If we're doing nerdy actors who are pretend, well, he does pretend he's not nerdy. But if they're doing, you know, if we're doing these ones, what's Henry Cavill's real name? Again, I'm going to stick to Bert Crumple Biscuit. Uh, close, Henry William Dalglish Cavill. Oh, like Dalglish? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, he, that's I not think bad. Right, that's I, a shortening. That's a shortening. That's not like a... yeah. I just yeah. a thousand times over. I still think the best video game TV show ever would be him sitting there in a classy fucking room, glass of wine, going, "Here's some independent video games for you to peruse." Whoa, BBC, BBC fucking one, 10 p.m. every sort of Wednesday night. With Six with the film, with the film two thousand one uh, music yes. playing. Yeah, exactly. That's the vibe. I was obsessed with that show as a kid. It is weird. Well, only, for a, got... only for a year, just to put it out. <laughs> Film 2001 was only what they called it for the year 2001. I assume the series is just called Film. Right? Wouldn't it just be called Film? And they just then dated it. I think, yeah. I, I think it was, because it was, um, what's his name? Barry. Um, Shippies. Barry Norman. <laughs> Barry Norman? Was it Barry Norman you said? Barry to? Norman. It was Jonathan Ross was the one I remember. It was Jonathan then it Ross. With Jonathan and then, Ross. wasn't it Claudia Winkleman for a bit? Or did I, I imagine that? Know. Did Claudia no, it, look this up? I think Claudia Wilk- Winkleman... It was Gary... Really like... <laughs> it, was, it was Gary Lineker. <laughs> and he was, they kicked him off because he tweeted some offensive shit about... About Rose from that Star Wars film. I think she hosted. I'm looking up Claudia Winkleman. We've been watching a lot of Claudia Winkleman in this house because of Traitors recently, uh, which is excellent. Um, I think she hosted the film show. No, there's a show called Traitors, which is really good. I did did guess that. I didn't think you were just watching shows from people who were traitors. She did. She hosted. She did. she was. She hosted the film program replacing Jonathan Ross. There you go. I didn't know that. I stopped watching when it was not Jonathan Ross. <laughs> I like Jonathan Ross. Have you seen this Gary Lineker shit? Wow, what a thing that's happening. I, I don't give a fuck about. Right. I I like Jonathan Ross. I I the best thing about Jonathan Ross is if you're in a bar with him. Uh, and you have a mutual friend, he will walk up to the bar and he will be the first man served. So you stay with him and you can get a beer very quickly. That's been my experience John Ross. I, I, <laughs> I met him once. He was a very nice bloke and he always got served at the bar very quickly. Uh, good man. Like John Ross a lot. T- I too have met Jonathan Ross in a, in a green room of all places. Oh, 
So you didn't get a well, beer very quickly as a result of seeing Jordan I Ross. Didn't. So, I no. didn't. I don't drink, which is probably good. Um, but I, the, I, I spent most time talking to his wife because uh, she writes stuff and I found that interesting. And then Mark Davis came in, so I talked to him instead. I, I, I did actually. I, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think I spoke to his wife more than I spoke to him. Yeah, because she's, she's sure she wrote, she's written a bunch of like movies. She wrote, didn't she write Kick Ass? Wasn't that one? Yeah. Like, Kick Ass, yeah. not Kick Ass. That's a different film. Probably. When she wrote it, it was called Kick Ass. That was, a, that was a, the Americans changed it to Kick Ass, I think. I think the original What's the porn parody of Kick Ass called? Um, I don't want to say. I, 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 don't know. I think my brain will immediately go to. <laughs> yeah, I just want to Not say how around. quickly your brain would get to the obvious solution. Yeah, yeah we're, well, <laughs> what, what intrigues me is if we've got to the same uh, solution here or not. Um, uh, I'm swapping one letter. <laughs> I'm swapping two letters, so now I'm very. Oh, curious. okay. So what's you, what have you got then? Let's, no, let's reveal all that. No, we're not going to. I've gone. I've gone right now. I'll do mine. And, uh, I've gone for lick ass. There you go. Okay. Yeah. 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 Quick, easy. I was. Keeps I was going. Very, I was in a similar vein, um, but uh, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I direct this games, Sam. I direct this games now. I can't be You called it fuck ass. Is that as far as you could get? That would be amazing, but no. No, that wasn't what I had. But that is that that's <laughs> I fucking try to word all this shit. I've got like two letters, like sort of two letters. Well let's keep the CK. Always I, useful. I think, I think I think the names of porn movies are more subtly arrived at <laughs> Fuck us! <laughs> we are we are both men oh. in, our, in our 30s <laughs> who are actually teenagers and i respect that um, <laughs> i mean amazing. yeah yeah um, yeah <laughs> yeah just, i was told to grow up and i resented everybody who ever told me to grow up so i'm not gonna I'm going to watch silly films and talk about the Fast and Furious movies. I'm going to. I'm going to. Twenty sixth most popular film podcast. I'm going to beat. I'm going to beat uh, you to the. Let's well, wait until the podcast is off. Hello. Oh. Let's let's get the synopsis and let's go straight to what the hell do you think the Fast and Furious movie is about? All right, so let's do the synopsis. We oh no, you, see... you do want to do a synopsis. You want to do a synopsis? Okay, go for it. I'm going to do it from the start. Yeah, fuck it. I want to do the synopsis. I like the synopsis. I then get to hit all my points that I write down while I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a lot down this time because I was bored. The yes. Right. There's a crime happening. And it's Vin Diesel is just stealing fuel from a truck. And the only way you can think of doing that yep. is to... It only works if the truck keeps going. Now, there's a you lot can't of get fuel out of a truck if it stood still. We know this. It's like a shark. I think they them. used more fuel than they stole. With those cars, I'm just saying. That's That's definitely... But yeah, they basically endanger loads of people's lives uh, to do a thing. And the truck driver and a lizard bail out and we never see them again. And in my head, they are going to be the the main characters in the fifth film, but we'll get to that. Mm. Um, (laughs) It's a revenge movie with the lizard. Um, We see Han at the start of this film, which time-wise... Yeah, you said this one like is set at a different time. Hans like, hey, there's some shit going on in Tokyo. And I'm like, ah, don't go. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go. So then he went. Um, but yeah, so 
the the truck driver didn't didn't like react like a human would. No. Or the, why didn't they just go in front of the truck and brake or set up a roadblock so it has to brake? Oh, that's because then the, the truck didn't the have brakes. The cars wouldn't go vroom, the... would they, Dan? You're forgetting. The cars need to go vroom. If the cars well, why stopped, not... they're not making vroom noises, are they, Dan? Then why not do this to a train? Because we're, <laughs> we're doing it to a truck. Jesus, get off my fucking back. We're, 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 <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the road with cars going to go vroom, Dan. Like, come on, Dan. My well, theory... The cars can drive next to a theory, train. My theory of this fourth movie, I don't know if this is true, and I've not done any research to back it up, is I think they did Tokyo Drift and Justin Lin knocked out of the park and mm-hmm. the powers that be were like, shit, this guy can direct cars going through. We need, we need this man in America making the next movie. And I think they yeah. had, I think they got the script done very much because I think the script for four is, it seems very, it kind of feels similar to the previous, the, the first and second movies. And it's just, you know, crime, a crime story, slightly overwritten, but like it is what it is. And they got Justin. And I think this opening scene, a few other scenes in this movie are Justin Lin just going, no guys, it needs to be silly. It needs to be fun. I think that's the, he's just kind of, he's doing, he's pushing there where he can. And yeah. he's not yet being listened to to the extent that he should be. That's my theory of this film. Is this feels this feels like a transitional kind of we're doing film noiry, but we're, we're the awkward puberty of the Fast and Furious franchise. I love that. Yes, that's one hundred. That's my <laughs> read of this one. This feels that was the, I, as the German yeah. title. Because <laughs> I think you're probably right. I bet in the script it is like something like oh they just steal some fuel from a thing. Because yeah. and then he's come in and he's kind of extremely like he's he's pushed that as far as he can push it basically. That's my read of it. And a few other places, yeah, here. like yeah. Because I think I like he knows the truck that driver. I like the truck driver bailed out when he had like ten minutes of road left <laughs> before he could stop. I'm like, <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that guy's attitude. He's like, I'm not they even going to try and slow down. They don't fuck this that, and fuck anybody over that thing. Me and my lizard are getting the fuck out of here. He yeah. jumps out. I love the lizard. And then I they have to drive the under a... The dr- driving under the flaming boulder of truck exploding good time. Fuck it. Great stuff. Love that. That was fun. That was silly. This bodes uh, well. Foreshadowing. I'm excited that you're bodes... enjoying the silliness. Yeah. <laughs> Then we cut to a scene. We see Vin Diesel being with his girlfriend. All right, okay. I will say at this point because he left money next to her when she was asleep. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh she's a sex worker. <laughs> and I was like, is that? And I went, oh, he's left. Okay, no, I get it. But like the reveal of that shot, I was like, oh, is that a reveal? That like he's just paying for that because he doesn't have like any family now. And then uh, I was th- maybe thinking too much for a film that started with an exploding truck train. Yes, possibly. I, yeah. I, a little bit too much. Um, and then then I realised I should stop thinking because we uh, saw briefly the live action uh, <laughs> remake of Cannibal with Brian, <laughs> the now FBI agent. The epitome of uh, failing upwards through an organisation. It's amazing. Leaping through like five windows across <laughs> rooftops. It's a good Cannibal call up. It really, and he's in a fucking suit and tie as well. I'm like, shit, this is, Cannibals are great. Um, but yeah, it took me a while to work out that it was Brian, because uh, he's changed his hair, and that's how I distinguish between people. 
Um, nice. But then they made a comment when he goes back to FBI HQ, uh, HQ that he's been reinstated mm-hmm. uh, recently, which makes me think he was in the FBI before this. Because you, if you leave the police and then get reinstated, you don't get reinstated <laughs> into a completely different thing. Which means Brian's thing is, was in the police, thrown out of the police, helped the police, thrown out of helping the police, was with the FBI, thrown out of the FBI, is now back with the FBI. Yes. In three films, one of which he's not in. Correct. <laughs> so that's his arc so far. Um Brian being an FBI agent was uh, the dumbest, fucking, stupidest, awfulest, terriblest decision the FBI have ever made. Uh, <laughs> fiction or not, that guy is the most... What's the? It's like, for me once, shame on... Shame on you. For mm. me twice, shame on me. For me three times, you join the FBI. <laughs> for me four times, whatever happens in Fast and Furious 5. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, anyway, then we got a nice Sherlock scene with Vin Diesel being Sherlock, uh, and I really liked when he was reimagining the car crash. The car passed through him. He was playing Arkham Asylum. Uh, what's his name? The, what's the mode? Detective Vision. Yeah, remember that. I was about to say game. Batman. If you want to know where I'm currently at, <laughs> yeah, it's Batman. The character is Batman. <laughs> the character. <Batman>. Um. <laughs> But yeah, but I like the, the, the replaying the scene. Thing, that was yeah. a cool, yeah, it was a cool Again, thing. I was like, I'm feels this. like something you could do if you're Justin Lin with a script that maybe just had Vin Diesel kneeling down in the road and being like, "My God, yeah." Like I, I see again. I feel that's a director trying to find opportunities to do cool shit. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we cut to a funeral that 85 people were watching from just various distances, and I kind of hoped we'd like cut the <laughs> like this international space station with just an astronaut. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel reveals. about sequences where a bunch of characters are looking wistfully in the distance and a sequence? Oh of my god! The amount times like I wrote the word "wistful" down in my notes. This was yes. so. Everyone, it was just wistful as fuck. It's. Certainly... I've written here. I've written here too fast, too wistful. If you wanted to know. It's a theme, for sure. Yeah. I also wrote the word pensive. There was a few pensiveness in between the wistfulness. That is fair. Um, that is fair. There was, yeah. But anyway, yeah, there was a... <laughs> One of my notes says, just says, I have no idea who has died, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't oh, following I it. Um, <laughs> Brian said the best thing about him is that he's a good liar, which he's not. So he's even lied <laughs> quite heavily there. <laughs> but maybe that makes him a terrific liar. I don't know who Brian is as a person. But um, anyway, somebody else went out of a window in the next scene because it's not Noir Detective unless somebody's dangling out of a window. Yeah, you're definitely right about the Noir Detective film, aren't you? I'm 100% um, right about the Noir Detective film. I mean, that's what the script yeah. was. I think I think Justin Lin showed up and was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, I don't think so. I think it's going to be something yeah, completely different. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my favourite... My favourite... Uh, if you had to sum... Was it Brian Sinclair? It's a dumb enough name. Oh, no, that's Vin Diesel's real name. That's oh, no, that's Sinclair. Sinclair. Brian Sinclair. Brian Sinclair. <laughs> Sinclair. Brian Sinclair, right, was asked by the FBI big boy director person... Do you know what the difference between a cop and a criminal is? And Brian replied, what? 
<laughs> I think that sums his character up. Do you think he just doesn't know that crime is bad? I think that's what it is. I think it's a shock. <laughs> he, he just, he just doesn't. He, he has a very specific type of neurodivergence that he cannot distinguish between crime and not crime. So when that he thinks he's doing things that aren't crimes, he's definitely doing crimes. Yeah, that's um that could <laughs> that would explain he's the... some things in the movie for sure. It really does. Um <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, they've they then sent the guy who's known in the undercover racing scene of this area of the planet to be undercover at a racing place, which seems dangerous. Maybe they're just trying mm. to get rid of Brian. They just want to off Brian Sinclair as quickly as possible. That's his name now. I can't remember his other one. But they just want to off him, and they're like, yeah, how many gangsters and people have you worked undercover with in the racing scene? Oh, that many? Cool, well, we need you to do that again. Because they don't talk to each other, uh, which is... Oh, I tell you what, though. I did see the coolest car modification in the world in this film. It was very briefly on screen. The transparent bonnet, like the old Game Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I love transparent plastic, man. Transparent everything. Transparent me up. Everything should be transparent. More things. Why, why is everything white now? It was transparent purple, and then it was black, and now it's white. Go back to transparent purple. You're in it's, the in- industry. Go talk to you, Dave Nintendo you, and be like, I want the Switch. I, 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 have boring, I have boring product development knowledge for you here to drop, which is the one of the reasons we've seen... One of the reasons things have converged, it's actually most consumer products now are black rather than white. And the reason is you can use uglier recycled plastics. People want recycled plastic. The recycled plastic has pigmentation in it. So doing transparent plastic actually is more expensive because you have to source new plastics. And also you can't say it's recycled. So there you go. The phone costs a grand and a half. I don't give a fuck. Give me transparent purple cases. (laughs) <laughs> that's what phones cost these days you go to fucking shops like do you want a phone that flips i'm like no <laughs> i don't yeah. want that what if it unfolds into an actual newspaper what you've run out of ideas there was like remember when phones there were like every day a new phone would come out and it would just be a completely radical different like you had to twist it like a fucking deodorant like a roll-on deodorant to sort of mm. <laughs> stick ones to get the phone to come out of a tube or there was like fuck it was like corn on the cob somehow and then the iphone came out and just everything's a rectangle now look literally by the way looking at my desk every single piece of technology on it is white Interesting. my switch dock is white my ps5 is white my phone's white the desk itself is white i haven't planned this well my microphones are black but like it's mostly white but you know what none of it is? None of it's transparent purple. The best colour. Imagine invented the best colour and then never using it again. I know. Anyway, what, what was I saying? I know. Uh, you would, <laughs> I think you would work through. I assume on your bit of paper it says, oh, nice car bonnet. And then you, and then you it, went off from there. It says transparent car hood in all caps. There we go. We're ba- and there we are. <laughs> we're, back, we're back on course. We have steered back oh, yeah, that traffic. Yeah, go for it. That was after I realised that this entire thing is secret underground advertising for your Tron game because there was a Tron scene. There was there the Tron race where GPS, they all they all the technology the Tron of the future. GPS, the That's unbelievable technology are. of the future. Yeah, yeah. 
did you like did you rewatch the film for this? Because I got I a lovely detail everything. My favorite thing about that film was the FBI tracker in his car beeped. <laughs> oh, when, when it was like I understand it's just a flashing red light and a beep. When they're like, we're going to detect for things. And it's like, yeah, that's just going to... And it's like, just next to his gear stick. Just to track his car where he can just rip it out at any time. And they're like, yeah, okay. But it just audibly beeps. Beep. Beep. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Anyway. Um, shit. Tron, yeah, Tron. Then there's... They do a race. They The two people probably, like, actually die. Imagine yep. organizing a race for your boss and like 50% of the people who turn off want to kill him in some way or arrest him. <laughs> that's bad organization. That's, that's some bad... Yeah, that's not... Someone needs to get fired there. Um, then, yeah, Brian accused Vin Diesel of cheating because after skipping about 90% of the course mm-hmm. and just going in various different directions uh, and then Brian then decided that the really smart thing to do would be to... Plant drugs on a man with a smile on his face? <laughs> yep. I hate I Brian, right? I just want to... Brian Sinclair's a cunt. He, he's not great. He's not great consistently. He's consistently awful. And if he doesn't get come up into one of these films, I'm going to be so annoyed. I think he's you might his... need to prepare yourself for some annoyance then, because it's not going to ever he's be... He's raped a woman and planted drugs on an innocent man. Yes, these are facts. Yes. He aids and abets criminals and somehow then gets to rank up and go to the fucking FBI, which is just apparently the next step up in a policeman's career path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just zooms up there. No, it is, because it's like it's like the GTA star system. It's it's you You, know, you start as a cop, and then you get to FBI, and then you join the army. I don't. I shouldn't yeah. have to explain these concepts to you, Dan. You should know this. You're you're a very knowledgeable person. You should know that the FBI is an obvious promotion from uh, cop, especially undercover cop. Famously, yeah. undercover cop, FBI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, right. There we go. There we get the Mexico plot. Yes. You get the reveal that whoever this bad guy is, and considering they're not been revealed, it's the dude talking or the lady Vin Diesel's uh, in love with. <laughs> That's it. That's the options. They're the only two characters with lines. Uh, you don't introduce... That's not how film... And then, then again, whatever. Uh, but then they reveal they've driven them to say, Mexico. That's not... Apologies. Were you about to say that's not how film works in relation to a Fast and Furious movie? Yes, a little bit. Where are you it. Yeah. They, they then drive four cars with men in them into Mexico and then go, we need to get this stuff out of Mexico. Here's an idea. Put it in the lorry that you managed to smuggle four men in with. Just put it in that lorry. Just that that lorry there. Just put it in mm. that one. Because you drove a whole lorry into Mexico with four cars and four men in. And apparently you didn't get searched in any way. So just put all the drugs and all the whatevers in that lorry and drive that lorry back however you got it into the country in the first place. I feel like that would be a smart idea. <laughs> Not to nitpick, you know, a drug lord's plans, which involved digging a secret ultra-long tunnel, <laughs> which emerged in two completely different places from the same exit. Don't worry about it. The first time they get out of that tunnel with the opening, in the, in the chase scene, just before the helicopter season, they're on a road and they nip behind a mountain. 
And the second time, it's just a big, open, expansive desert, and it's the same exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuity errors, I don't think, are, you know, it's a big thing, but kind of a little bit. You know, a little bit. Um, anyway, there's a tunnel, and then there's a... Right, the tunnel bits were awful. Like, truly awful. Graphics has not held up. No. It lost that realistic feel. I don't know, saying that realistic feel doesn't make much sense in these films, but that opening scene was real cars and a real truck on roads, some of which had clearly been CGI, but it was still on a road, and they were actually cars that were there, and this was just lots of very quick shots of not great looking cars going through a very not real looking tunnel which adds kind of no real they got a lot of grip on dirt it's there's there's a lot of dirt on the floor of that tunnel and i feel like you'd have less grip mm. not car expert mike by any no. stretch of the imagination no one would you, no one would accuse you of being a car expert no one could say that about you but i i would i would say but if you were to drive on gravel or dirt, you'd probably yep. need some different tyres and you wouldn't yes. want to do it at 400 million miles an hour. No. Do you think yeah. that your enjoyment of the Fast and Furious franchise will be negatively impacted if we were to move a little bit further away from physics as a concept? It depends which way. I think if you have an experience you can have an exploding tanker truck coming down a path and he drives underneath it at just the right moment. Yeah, right. That was entertaining. Yeah. If you have a car driving really fast on dirt and it's driving in a straight line and going around corners like they were fucking tarmacked, that doesn't fit sit right. It's breaking the rules. Mm. You can break two, you know, you can break one rule. You can't break two rules. You can have things bounce and explode when they shouldn't bounce and explode, but if it's a film about cars, the cars should be grounded in reality somewhat, or the least, at the very least, just traction. The concept of traction. Mm. Oh God, where's this franchise going? No, for it's a moment, all... I thought this was the Saints Row reboot because it felt quite a lot like it. <laughs> just in, in sort of a. Anyway, um, I think it's going to they... be absolutely fine and in no way ridiculous going forward. I think you're fine. I think ridiculous is good. I want ridiculous. I want stupid. I don't mind if, you know, there's a fucking car ramps off of a plane's wing and goes through a tiny hole in a fucking billboard and lands on a different truck and drives. Fucking great. You do all that shit as everything explodes. Great. But if you're, like, driving on ice and you make, like, just a normal turn, I'm going to go, what the fuck? But if you're driving on ice and then you cut to the tires and they go, and spikes come out of the tires and then you could drive normally, go for it. Yeah. That's fine. Well, you've you, oh, you've done you've kept me in your world of physics. Yeah, allow me just to say foreshadowing again, and then we can move on. <laughs> oh dear! Can, can we talk about Chekhov's stained glass window? We absolutely can talk about Chekhov's stained glass window. I'd love to talk about you Chekhov's know, stained glass window. Do you know the window I'm talking about? I don't know that I do. I don't know that I do. Oh, when they went into the Saints Rose Church to get that guy, there was a really ugly stained glass window on one of the walls that was very out of place compared to the other stained glass windows that weren't stained glass. They were just windows. 
But there was one that was this hideous stained glass, and it was putting this horrible yellow light on the floor. But in one shot, you can see there's another one to the right of it, but that one's not having any light come out of it. There's no light. And I was like, someone's going through that fucking window. That window... That's Shit's going to go through that window. It's gone, mm. right? It felt like yeah. it, and then nothing happened, and then they just sort of decided to not murder a man. I mean, they'd <laughs> murdered people before. Doing races and crashings and stuff, but anyway, oh god! Then they race through that fucking tunnel again, and then we get to my favorite character in the Fast and Furious franchise. We have one, Mike. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. The judge who sentenced Vin Diesel to twenty-five years in da- jail for being awful, and I went, <laughs> "That is a man." Who has listened to what's happened and made the correct <laughs> choice? Yeah, this is a wise. This is this is American legal went, system finally. He, yeah. yeah, he went. You have Jesus Christ! You've <laughs> done so much crime right now. Yeah, this is a lot of crime. This is like the most stupid crime. And Brian's like, no, the FBI said that they would do this thing. They betrayed me. So then Brian's like, the only thing to do is if the FBI lie to you is to immediately become a criminal and help more criminals again. <laughs> I really think Brian is in love with Vin Diesel's character. Right? That's I will accept horrible. them go, driving off into the sunset together, but there's definitely something... That's why he's dating his sister. It's the closest he can get. Because he's not he's not out to himself yet. He's actually quite a tragic figure. Mm. He's, very clo- yeah, he's very closeted um, to his own detriment, when really if he came out and was very open about it, everyone would be very supportive. Not, not in the Fast and Furious universe, to be honest. Um, unless it's hot women doing a kiss, because you've got to have at least that scene five times in every one of these films. Which is... Uh, yep. That's the thing okay. that they'd like to put in films, isn't it? <laughs> Do you feel too old for shit like that now? Is that... When did that change, Mike? Go explain that to me. So do I feel too old for what? Sorry. Whenever there's like a party scene, it's like two women making out with all the music, and I'm like, oh, I'd rather be at bed watching a film. Like, <laughs> rather than watching know. Tom Scar's vlogs. Like, I don't. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like hell. I feel I'm. I'm glad to see people enjoying themselves. That's the full extent of my reaction. Oh, I'm sorry. Things. The women in that film were not enjoying themselves. You don't think they, they were? clearly were. They clearly were like, I'm like, oh dear God. I think that's oh, a, God. Uh, I think you're making assumptions there that are unfair. You don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. Oh, well, they they definitely need to work out how to show that. That's a communication issue in that three-way relationship of women. <laughs> it's like the tiniest scene, but I wrote a lot about it. I came up with names for them. I was bored. It was just this. This noir shit was it just was boring. It's yeah. yeah. The the noir shit like feels like a vestigial idea that seemed really good in the previous draft. Kind of a situation. That was my read of that. Do you reckon Brian has morality bipolarism? Walk me he, through that, Dan. Well, Walk he can either that. he can either be an FBI agent or a criminal. Mm. And there's no middle ground. Like he, his morality is yeah. just dependent on like how his brain's doing that day. It I think. Just... I think my my feeling with Brian is that he is written as a character who was the protagonist of the original movie, 
and that all subsequent choices have gone in interesting directions. That's my read of Brian as a character. Yeah. I mean, I know. I think he's a character from an old movie, basically. I think that's the problem they always have with Brian, is what do you do with this guy who's clearly, you know, not a great character for this franchise anymore? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that they were like FBI. Maybe making him more moral. Well, I'm but what it's like, I, I think they do figure it out. Um, obviously, as I mentioned before, the actor unfortunately dies, so he's not in the franchise for the whole of it. But I think they do. Like they didn't kill. No, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love that pain. No, that's why we're the 26th best movie and TV <laughs> podcast in the UK. That pain. No, I got you. Yes. <laughs> You get a sound like that only on this podcast. <laughs> That's the sound of somebody regretting doing this podcast, and it's this only is, yeah. available here. This is this is me thinking about the choices I've made in life that brought me to this point. <laughs> this is you um, turning to a life of crime. Yeah, it's a it's a good thought, Dan, but I don't know if I fully yeah. agree with it. Dan. It's not a good um, thought. It definitely didn't happen. I'm just going to state that for the <laughs> lunatics. <laughs> It definitely like, probably I, I do, didn't happen. The point I was making is, I think, I think they did figure out kind of a better. They they end his story pretty well. I think. I think they they kind of they okay. figured out a way to do it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know my favorite oh. fact about Fast and Furious Four? Oh, I wish you'd tell me. Yeah, please. All right, here we go. Uh, I, I, I was looking through the credits when they were on the screen, going, "What was that about?" Uh, and in the rigging, in the Mexico unit, there were two Jesus Romeros. Okay. <laughs> With just a slight... <laughs> one of them just had a little one of the little things above the name. that I never know if it's an actual different letter or if it's just a thing, because different countries do it in different ways. Yeah. Um, but they, there were two Jesus Romeros, and there was only three people on that team. So that probably got slightly annoying in sometimes. They were they they found themselves in competition. Yeah, okay. I I think they did. I think, or maybe it's got like the weirdest case of nepotism ever, where like the top Jesus Romero is only hiring people called Jesus Romero, and he's got like beef with the other guy who's already on the rigging. Who's just could be a could be a a, like a father son situation, right? Potentially, it could be if you just name your your son the exact same name, but just change, get rid of a little thing above his name. Okay, oh, sorry. That's a good yeah, point, actually. It, it was a different thing. Was, yeah, fair enough. It's an ever, yeah, it's, I don't it's know. I, I don't know if they're different letters. Because, like, Finland, they are. there's 29 letters in the outfit. They're different letters. But in other places, it's just like a fucking thing you put on top. Mm. I don't fucking know. Um, do you reckon that <laughs> cockfight scene was legit? Do I think they killed a chicken for this film? No, no, Dad. I don't think they, they killed Well, there was a cockfighting scene... Yeah, there was there was a cockfighting scene where they looked like they were fucking going at each other. I'll be perfectly honest. Like, I was, my ends don't get that fucking vicious. I mean, then you know they're not that. But I was like, how do you fake that? Are they acting cocks? <laughs> Lagos. Are they acting? Are they? No. Focus. What's the question you're asking? How do you make two cocks fight like humanely? Like that was the question that I had. So 
How do you... I can't remember how it's shot, but I bet there is a way of doing it. I bet you can have them it was kind just of flap their wings around. And... I mean, you can they make look like they were hurt each other. To... Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I waited until the end credits to see what the Animal Humane Society had to say. Yeah. What, what did they say? Then, <laughs> the end of the credits. <laughs> At the end of the credits, it mm. says animal. <laughs> they, they monitored. Yeah. I'm not going to say it verbatim because I didn't write down verbatim. They monitored some scenes and no animals were harmed in some scenes. Oh, that's interesting. Like they specified. So they maybe shot it outside of they... uh, the jurisdiction. I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. So I hope that's not. Yeah, so that might that might have been a bit more legitimate than. Uh, <laughs> it's just I, I read. I was like, it would say no animals were harmed, and it went animal humane saw some scenes, and no animals were harmed in those scenes. And I went, huh. oh, jeez, that's gonna be a thing to bring up. That's interesting. <laughs> Oh it's awful, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, anyway, that was Fast and Furious for I can't remember what it was called Fast and Furious again, wasn't it? It was just it was Fast and Furious. That was the entire name of the show. So what? So 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 for you, kind of meh. Is it on a par with like if you had to put it like is it on a par with is it better than one? Is it on a par with? Um, it sounds like you're like it's a two. It's the it's the two level. I. Is this, that right? Uh, yeah, well, this is, I'd say, third place out of the four so far. Three, okay. one, four, two is my current order. Okay. Yeah, three's my favourite. One was quite a good mystery thing. It was all right. Um, felt like a bit like an episode of Neighbours, but I enjoyed it. Uh, this was just a bit... I just didn't... I, the, 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 the mystery didn't grab me because I didn't give a fuck. Um... It was like, I'm going to hunt down the person who killed this. And it's like, and then he flashes to this image of this guy, but it's not that guy. It was a different guy. And I think they muddled it a little mm. too much to make it interesting in the time they had. Also, Brian wasn't like against him in any way. There's like one scene where they're like, punching. But like, he should have been more of an antagonist to then become friend. But Brian's very soft on him. And I don't think that landed very well either. Mm. Uh, but now Brian's a hardened criminal or whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know what I think is going to happen in the fifth film? I really, more than anything in the world ever, yes, please. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me what we're dealing with. All right. Yeah. So. So. The cocks from that cock fight yeah. and the, 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 the three <laughs> lesbian women yeah. are running a driving rig where the... <laughs> no, fuck it. Um... I honestly like so he's that they're doing now crime together and they're gonna do crime. I think we're gonna go for a very standard they rob from the wrong person and then get hunted down and have to unfuck themselves in some way because okay. Brian's Brian bails on the I don't know have somebody I don't know have somebody somebody new in the crew who isn't Brian have Brian teaching the new person you can see you can see he's been in the crew for a while they bring someone new in but the new person kind of like abandons one of the crew and then he could be like it's about family not about the fuel that we steal from these big trucks for some reason but uh that's my job 
It's my ace's job. That's what he writes on his CV. That's what he says <laughs> on his CV. <laughs> From I'm gonna, 2001 I'm, I'm... to 2004 truck team. <laughs> Elaborate so, truck. Maybe. So what kind? So what kind of uh, what kind of scale are we thinking? What are you thinking? Or what kind of the like? What genre? Let's go genre because because that's changed every time. Genuinely, where uh, do you think it's going? Uh, um, horror. Yeah. No thriller, like a like a Bourne, like a Jason Bourne. They're being okay. hunted down. The FBI is up their ass because an FBI guy joined them, which was a terrible idea. So the FBI are hunting them down as well as this someone else who's something, there's something past. I don't know. Some some thrillery Jason Bourne shaky camera shit. That's all like, oh, it's leaning like slightly towards... Yeah. More serious. Okay. More serious, but still with those big-ass explosion-y stupid set pieces. More of those I think we're going to get as well. Okay. So it's going to be shit like we've got a... We need to do... I'd, I'd like to see where they build a specialty car. That would be something that I would like. Because they're always building cars for, like, races. I'd like it if they're yeah. like, we need to do uh, uh, this multi-stage thing, but every step of the way, we're going to have the same car, like... If the car, Everything's equipped on the car, and the car kind of, like, sheds stuff as it goes. Okay. So you've got like an outside. It starts as like this big, slow outsidey tank to break down a thing, and then that falls apart, and it's a truck they load stuff into. The stuff gets dropped off or destroyed, whatever they're doing, and then it becomes a speedy little nippy sports car underneath it all, all along, and sort mm -hmm. of a you know a, 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 a just a big thing that they build to do a very specific job, while the other cars numb around, and I don't know. So <laughs> I'm excited to tell anymore. you again that you've you've completely failed to see anything that's coming in front of you now. All right, um, here we go. Uh, Fiona Bruce from the news is <laughs> yeah. uh, is uh, a, a drag racing no a dirt rally. There you go, bring the dirt driving in. Dirt rally specialist, uh, and that has gone down to her 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 daughter, um, who's <clears> called. <throat> Fiona Bruce with a little thing above the eye. Just two dots. <laughs> just two dots above the eye. Eight dots above the eye. I don't fucking know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that, yeah. she enters a go-karting thing with the kids at her primary school. Mm -hmm. I know, like, she's first year high school, and it's because they're going back to what I've worked in three of him being in high school. Yeah, the actress playing her is 73 years old, uh, playing this 11-year-old, and she gets into, like, the go-karting Helen Mirren is Fiona Bruce's daughter, uh, and she's in a, a go-karting ring, but there's, like, illegal okay. go-karting races that happen um, outside of the law, where they kind of meet up and <laughs> each other, and, and it turns out that, like, one of them's, like, a mob boss, and there's mm -hmm. just lots of driving in go-karts, and it's a go-kart okay. spin-off. And it's called <laughs> Fast and Furious colon the one with go karts. I just I just want everyone listening who's who's seen all the movies to enjoy the fact that Dad just successfully predicted I think three things that happen in this franchise. In his sarcastic. <laughs> That's cool. Foreshadowing what? at a great level there. Brilliantly. Helen Mirren plays an eleven year old. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would say perfectly solid, but there's there's some things there that we there's some there's some things you're gonna cut that that are coming up that that will will fit into what you just said quite nicely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the only Fuck thing it. you got right was um, Fiona Bruce is in it. Yeah, Fiona Bruce is in it. I think the only thing you got right on your previous kind of uh, guesswork was that they're in a bit of trouble because they broke Vin Diesel out. That's a valid. I think that's yeah. literally all that you got right in your guesswork. I will say this: the fifth Fast and Furious movie is broadly considered the best. So we're in, we're heading okay. into the good zone now. So I think you're about to have, and it's also the place where the franchise was so ridiculously financially successful that it's it's where we start to fix on a genre. So what's in five? That's what the rest of the franchise is going to be. Um, it's okay. also Justin Lin being given like full creative control, basically. Um, so I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you to see Fast and Furious Five for the first time. I think it's called Fast Five. I think that's the name of the movie. Oh. Um, genuinely. Okay, so not Fast and they Furious cannot set, <laughs> They cannot settle on a name for this a naming convention for this franchise, which I think is right because it does keep shifting. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Fast Five is the film. Fast Five is the one. If I was trying to, like, if the, if I hadn't thought that this would be the funniest concept for a podcast ever and I'd just been like, <laughs> what's the one you should watch? Fast Five is the one you should watch. This is the one you're actually so you're saying you sh- you've watch. wasted, like, eight hours of my life. Yes. But it was building to this point. Um, okay. so I just also want to point out, I, I googled... Fiona Bruce to see if she's any had any cameos in the TV and apparently she's in a load of shit for like like defending fucking domestic abuse. No, really. Shit. That's a plot. Why twist. can't we that have any nice things? That doesn't factor into Fast and Furious though. Um her role in Fast and Furious is very strong. <laughs> I think I think I think her, her her role in Fast and Furious kind of transcends I, I can really, you know, death of the artist with with Fiona Bruce and Fast and Furious. It's so good that I can I can put up with that. Um, that's, but yeah, no, that's not what death. Why do people keep saying that's not what death of the artist means? You ignore know, the artist. I know. You I ignore know that thing well. in the world. It annoys me I so much, Mike. Yeah, and that's why I did it. That's why I did it. I don't know. I can't go legacy because death of the artist. It's not. It's fucking a. Uh... That was also the, the the thing that's the, the thing that makes it even more stupid. That was that was the the people misunderstanding Death of the Artist. That was one of the starting events of that whole Game of Gate bollocks, right? There was um, yeah, uh, Lee Alexander wrote like a piece about uh, uh, the, yeah people anyway. People don't understand what that phrase means, and it causes no end of trouble. Um, but yeah, the, you, know, uh, you know what my my biggest issue with Game of Gate was. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Hour two of the you, hour three of the podcast begins. You remember remember yeah. Depression Quest was a game that came up about that time. And it, it became was, one of those like, like wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a it's not a good game, and I could never talk about how much I didn't like it. Because <laughs> you were like, lumped in with the yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh just if you what you needed to do was like make because you could just pick all like the right answers and you get like a better ending, and I'm like, that's that doesn't feel like how depression works. Like, I look with somebody with extreme depression at that point, and I was like, it should be really hard to pick those ones. Like, you click it like five hundred times, yeah, and just make it like really difficult. That would have been my fix, and I would. I couldn't talk about that. But then I finally mentioned it on a podcast that's not even about video games. I like that you <laughs> literally mentioned it at the start of the third hour of the podcast. 
Um, yeah. No, well, yeah. I, well, got I mean, that's often the thing, right? Is that you can have valid criticism, of course, of media, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. once these things become like punching bags yeah. or like you know statements, but yeah, no, it's uh, anyway. So shame. Well, on the bright yes. side, we're, we're allowed to like Fast and Furious. So I do. Fast and of. Furious, well, like genuinely, I, I know I keep saying this and you keep not believing me, is genuinely considered one of the most progressive franchises now. And we're, oh, we're on I don't think anyone there. said, I don't think anyone said a slur in this one. So that's the first in one before. It's kind of, yeah, you're going to continue to see it. it. It continue to get better and better and better on that stuff. Um, But yeah. Um, I'm really excited for you. I genuinely, I think you're going to love the fifth movie. I really do. In the same way as I thought you would really like the third movie, I think the fifth movie you're genuinely going to enjoy. Um, Good. I'm excited because because uh, Picard's got on a bit of a wobble. We're going to see how Picard is, so it's nice to have a decent film to back it up. <laughs> I didn't say decent. And you have to. Um, I said you'd enjoy it. I didn't say it was decent. Uh, and you have to watch Top Secret before next week as well. Okay, that's All on right. your to-do list. Well, so otherwise... that's, a, that's something I'm going to tell you now for the first time while we're on the show, uh, which is fun. I'm uh-huh. not going to be on the. I, we're, we're going to have to delay this. I'm not going to be on. I, I'm going to have to. The next two weeks, I won't be here to do it. So, be a bit of a break between now and the next one. Oh my Things god! Plenty of time for top secret. I know, right? That's annoying, isn't it? What? Yeah, what? I know. Wait, ha- I know. Oh, wait. So, is the next one going to be three episodes of Picard? and one film or many films? I think we I should might do record it with that. Yeah. <laughs> what, three films and three episodes of Picard. Do you want to be the no, world's first twenty-four hour not, podcast, we're Mike? Not doing it. We're not doing. It. We'll do three episodes of Picard on the next one and one film. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you've sorry. completely buggered our one for one vibe. Oh, it's just no. the end of, it's gonna, the end of this. It's just going to be fucking Fast and Furious films rattling around like mm-hmm. the ice at the bottom of a fucking McDonald's Fanta. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We'll, I'm really we'll, awake. I'm really. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's, I'm. I'm doing some travelers. I'll tell you after we finish recording what I'm up to. But yeah, I'm, I'm stuck with some stuff. So I'll be able to do it. Just, 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 just. I want you on the podcast before we end to say one thing that you'd rather be definitely be here talking to me than I would rather be talking to Dan than I mean literally anything else in the world. Um, uh-huh. And so anything that pulls me away from Dan is. It sucks. It's yeah. It licks ass. Yeah. That's all. I'll say. <laughs> Damn it! That's where I was going. Oh, you shitbag! Yeah, I was going. Yeah. Would you say it yeah. licks ass? Or... I was going to say fox ass actually, because yeah, that's well, where that's I. Uh, uh, anyway, comedy, I suppose I, I'm I'm naturally funnier, so I don't have to re- lean on the swear words as much as you do. Um, I've got. Oh um, yeah. yeah. There's a I really have to lean into them hard. Like nowadays, yeah. I've really got to lean into them. I've got a, a. If I don't put the word cunt in a video title, no cunt's watching it. <laughs> and on that note, uh, see you in a few Bye. weeks, everybody. <laughs>